We're live. Right. Great. Well, welcome. 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 Good evening and hello, good people. Uh, welcome to the Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes, uh, from uh, uh, the Inside Out Effect with uh, this young man to my right, Jonathan Shaw, and I'm also the uh, owner of HealingTheMind.co.uk. And this is episode 53, although um, that is debatable. That's not. It's episode 50. So it's episode 50. We have to, also, we have to put a retraction. We have to retract, make a retraction that this yes. isn't episode 53. It's episode 50. It's episode 50. So because after we're... such a long time, Jonathan finally went through and organised the podcast and yeah. put all the thumbnails on it and actually uploaded a podcast to the podcast Thing, platform, platform, yeah, and realized there was only fifty episodes once he put them all in order. Great. So, so yeah, so this is our fiftieth. So it's like having an anniversary, like a birthday, all over again. Awesome. That's great. It's, it's great. It's yeah. So that's our second fiftieth birthday. Yeah, exactly. So, happy yeah. birthday, mate. Yeah. Great. Uh, and so, like um, a woman doesn't want to get old. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It's very, very it's like true. true. Uh, so this is episode fifty, stroke fifty-three, and today uh, we will be discussing the topic of uh, the trauma of accidents and uh, how accident trauma, if it isn't resolved, yes. will cause and can cause ill health, sickness and pain. Uh, and we will be going into that. Jonathan knows obviously a lot about that. Uh, as well as uh, talking about this tonight, we will be doing the most stupidest thing we've heard this week, yeah. which I think it is a bit stupid. And I will okay. be coming to that a little bit later. But more importantly, and why you're all here tonight watching No Doubt, is the we are on super rollover week. That's right. Uh, so as you well know, we're in week three now of uh, Jonathan's uh, ability to uh, win the Healing of the Mind pen and keyring. Uh, yeah, the blank, blank, keeping a pen. Uh, but as this is such a priceless commodity, and also due to the fact that we're now in super rollover, uh, we've now added an extra one. So now we're going for the big two. And uh, although uh, I'm not ambidextrous, right? So I can't bite with both hands well, at the same time. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. You say next week could be three pens and three keyrings, and uh, you know, who knows? But we will be going on to at the end of the end of the uh, this podcast where we'll be uh, questioning and challenging Jonathan's uh, general knowledge. And all he has to do, the, I will give him the answers, and all he has to do is pick the right one. And we'll see whether John is actually capable of doing that. He needs to get more than six, right? Yeah, and uh, and if he does, he will then win Super Rollover Sunday on uh, the Inside Out Effect podcast. Can you so ask me a... questions on subjects I actually know, like magic, therapy, ice skating, things like that? Ice skating? I might, I might what, actually ten get... questions on ice skating? Yeah, ten mm, questions on ice yeah. skating. What's a double cell? Exactly. What's a double cell? What's a cherry? Well, I don't want to go there. What's a three turn? You know, what's a mohawk? Well, it's something that's going to hit you in the back of the head, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and that's a tomahawk. Yeah, that's a tomahawk. Yeah, yeah, right. you're confusing it. No, I do, I do have to point out that we have had to ask everybody to leave the building due to the fact that we don't want any cheating. We don't want anybody in no. the audience coughing to give you any answers. We've had no. to evacuate the building. Yeah, I would never cheat. I'm not going to cheat in a million years. I'm not a Democrat, am I? No, I'm not, not a Democrat. No, you're not a Democrat. No, I'll never no. cheat. Cheat at all costs? No, I won't cheat at all costs. A little bit of vote fiddling? No. No, I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. I don't have any Dominion machines. So I wouldn't do no, that. I yeah. Or Smartmatic. Or Smartmatic. Yeah, absolutely. Smartmatic sounds like a really weird washing machine. It, it does. It doesn't yeah. sound like it does. It rinses votes. It, it rinses votes. That's what it does. <laughs> that's yeah. What it does. <laughs> that's what it does. That's what it's called, Smartmatic. Yeah. We put we put one vote in, it comes out completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, and one they vote in, Trump comes out ten for Biden. Yeah, yeah well, we've been doing that all over the world in but, Germany, uh, Venezuela, no. the UK. All of that, that explains how Khan got in, doesn't it? It does explain how Khan's got um, in. But anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we will be doing that. A okay. bit later on after Brilliant. the show, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that, as I'm sure you will too. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the it. quiz. 
even though I feel it's like a... I'm back in school. Yeah. Um, I didn't like school either. Um, Great. But anyway, before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, before we get involved into today's topic of uh, how uh, accident trauma, if not resolved, can cause ill health, sickness, and pain and illness, uh, we need to introduce uh, the superstar himself. <laughs> the uh, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the creator of the Detail System, obviously the co-founder of the Inside Out Effect, with myself, uh, the author of the book Decoding Pain: The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, as well as the Detail Handbook. I have the uh, my good friend, me old mother, uh, me blood, me brethren, me bruv. You know what I'm saying, bruv? Yeah. yeah. I have the amazing and awesome Jonathan Shaw joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us in the studio. In the studio, it's in the awesome it's studio, in awesome in studio. Our awesome yes. studio. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, I'm really pleased to have you here on this wonderful Sunday night. Thank you. That's it's it's right. good to be here. Is it? It's, yeah, well, it's good to be over there, but it's it, good to be here as well. It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, How yeah. you been? I've been all right, I've been okay. Yeah, it's not too yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good to see you. Yeah, again. I, was, I was in repair last week. Yeah, so uh, I was repairing from, from clearing some things, and uh, and that felt really good getting out of my system. So I had a little bit of a rest. Yep. I allowed my boy to heal, which most people don't do when they're when they're unwell, when they're feeling symptoms of being unwell. They try and fight that, but the problem with that is if you fight that, uh, then it just reoccurs in your body multiple times over. So you don't really want to do that. Um, you want to allow the 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 symptoms to be there and and heal it at the same time rather than fighting with it, which a lot of people do. Yeah. I used oh, to try. Cool. I used to have to fight with it when I did shows. I used to have to go to work here. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, but now I don't do shows anymore. I can just. It was a good job then. We're going to shows this week. Yeah, no, that's right. No. no. So, so other than that, have you been? So, I've not been resting. Yeah. But after that, so you haven't really been super busy. Well, no, I haven't been super busy this week. No, I've been, I've been, I've been a little bit busy. I, I took a rest, um, but I did while I was unwell. I did treat my first official COVID patient. Um, uh, and when I say official COVID patient, she was diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. Uh, she's a nurse, and uh, she called me up. She'd been in bed for four days. All the traditional symptoms of COVID, yeah. and uh, I treated her before, so she called me. Bear in mind, she called me. I said, yeah. "Like I called her." Yeah. And she'd run her work, and they said, "We got to take a test," and she tested positive for COVID. So I treated her that day, and she was fifty percent better. I treated her two days later; she's another fifty percent better, and she's been out of bed and she's been fine. And yeah. it, all that's left is a little bit of tiredness. Yeah. Um. So that was my official because she was diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. Uh, my official COVID experience uh, working with that particular non-virus if you like whatever you want to call it yeah um, well i've done two people you have me an yes. hour and a half if an hour and a half to get yeah, rid of all their symptoms right. yeah that's right yeah. yeah it doesn't take long um i think i did two, an hour with her and then another 40 minutes with her after that um but uh but it was it was such a, a little it was actually a couple of conflicts running in her system yes uh so she actually, found. Yeah, yeah so she actually had a couple of conflicts and they were creating all the different symptoms yeah in the body and once we cleared those conflicts out yeah. uh and then she resolved one of the conflicts in the environment uh, and then, then the problem got healed up. Yeah. So, so yeah. So it was, it was a very simple thing to do. Um, so yeah. So. Well, I've got some interesting information about that, which I'm going to divulge in a little. You way. have, yes. You've got some very interesting information. Yeah, about that. and uh, obviously, because I do spend a lot of time not watching the television and poisoning my brain with mainstream newspapers and TV and news and their bullshit no. lies and nonsense. And so I spend a lot of time like looking into facts and researching and yeah. and not only that I've researched researchers and I've got people that I follow <laughs> that are you know I tr that I trust impeccably. Wait, you're and, not a fact checker, are you? Um, well, I've got a funny story about that as well. You got a funny story so about and fact actual fact, the fact that the fact that you just asked me that is the two things I am actually going to bring up tonight. Okay, cool. So do you want me to go there now? Uh, yeah, can you? Yeah, Should I go, go there now? Yeah, go there. Okay, well, so what I've so if you remember, um, we've spoken in other 
in my other podcasts about uh, the PCR test yeah. and the fact they haven't isolated the virus. So what are they actually testing for? So if they haven't actually isolated the COVID virus, how can you know what you're looking for? What yes. is the test What's looking the test for? Looking if for? they haven't got the, 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 the genetic code for the, for the virus, right. what are they testing? Yes. And so, but all these positives have come up. Yeah. And so I was like, and so I'm always like, well, this is ridiculous. He said, well, they, you know, they're just making it up as they go along. Well, anyway, I. Isn't um, that way the government's always done it? Yeah, but, but, but here's the actual, here's the actual thing. There is a little bit of science, be, and it's very sneaky what they've done and what they've done and how they're doing it. And so I actually, re I only posted it this morning. So if you want to know more information about this in more detail, go and have a look at the video that I've posted, which has been fact-checked by the way, which I'm going to come on to in a minute. Yeah. But um, so anyway, if you actually go and listen and watch that video, there is a cellular microbiologist that I follow. Her name is Amanda Volmer. Uh, she uh, was basically um, hunted and kicked out of the of the of the industry she was mm. very high up in the in in uh, in the virology and stuff but they she basically sussed out what they were doing and challenged them and went against the whole model and they basically they you know they ostracized her from the industry and they sort of the thing called gang stalking as well where they you know go around your neighborhood and make up rumors and do all sorts of stuff and attack you and you know it went on for years and years but anyway she's they sound them, delightful people that's what the they do all the time as well yeah, anyone, really that, lovely. anyone that challenges the, the mm. status quo or the thing but anyway so i followed her anyway i come across a video and it's to do with uh what they're actually doing with the pcr test and so what i've discovered is that the official uh pcr document that's released by the who uh is uh basically looking for a thing called a primer sequence right. okay and what a primer sequence is is like uh there's like uh 18 um uh dna letters strands strands so it'll be for example cg cg tt cg cg so anyway the thing that does it what they've done is they've instructed everyone that's going the pcr test to look at this specific for this specific strand right. so anyway What's happened is, is, so anybody that's doing a PCR test, they run the PCR test, which isn't designed to detect infection, which we say all the time, and they're looking for this specific sequence, right, to say whether it's whether you've got COVID or not. Well, what she's discovered is the thing that they're looking for, the actual 18 uh, DNA sequence, is actually a thing called chromosome 8. And right. chromosome 8 is what every single human being has in them. So what they're actually doing is, is so when we go into stress or re and repair, Mm. We make this this chromosome, then ejects debris out of the cell, right. which is basically this same sequence. So what they're actually doing now is they're checking this PCR test is checking you to find your own DNA, and if they find your own DNA in it, they're now saying that you've got it and you need to isolate. So theoretically, what they're basically doing is checking people and saying, yes, you are the virus. Isolate yourself. Right. So the COVID nineteen strand of information that's basically that they're looking for is actually the chromosome mate which is in every human so they're checking to see if you are you and if they find you in you you're now basically then to have it and uh and that's how they're, that's how they're doing it lovely yeah right. so that's really interesting yeah, 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 yeah. so that's how they're that's how they're doing that's how they're getting all these positives oh, they're getting all these positives and all these positives because people are checking let's check and see if you are you yes you are right yeah. you're the virus stay indoors yeah. so uh i find it absolutely amazing and obviously i put that out uh obviously and it was instantly uh fact-checked yes it even though be. it comes from a who official document on pcr testing yeah um that, that's what they're looking for but it was fact-checked and then i did a video yesterday i found a video yesterday for research and that proves that uh the people that fact check on facebook are uh, a plant called factcheck.org. 
Yeah. Factcheck.org are owned by the uh, by the Robert Johnson Foundation. Yeah. And the Robert Johnson Foundation own 1.8 billion in Johnson and Johnson, which are a vaccine company. Yeah. So the people that are speaking out against the vaccines are getting fact checked by the vaccine company. Yes. Yeah. So. So the fact checkers have been fact checked. Yeah. So the fact checkers are about all the vaccines are basically. Yeah. That's right. They're, they're, they're biased. They're, yeah, they're just trying to. Yeah. They're trying even to though stop. they even though they say they're not, and it has nothing to do with well, it. Well, it can't so. possibly because they're being funded by a vaccine. How can you go unbiased when you're being funded by the vaccine yeah, company? Um, they shouldn't be being funded by anybody. They should have yeah. no funding at all. Yeah. They should be paid employees doing a job, yeah. not be funded by anything. Yeah, and I know that people really don't like the fact that I'm pointing this out and they don't like it because it goes against their belief systems and it goes against what they're told and it's frightening and it's scary and they, oh my God, what's going on? But the fact of the matter is you need to look at the facts and this is what's going on and this is what's happening and this is what they're doing. And there's no good burying your head in the sand thinking that there's nothing going on. There is something very sinister about what's been going on and has done and we need to actually wake up to this fact and not just not pretend that everything's all okay and you know and there's no and because it, it doesn't affect me and because it's not on the news it's not true uh, you've got to remember that all part of the same system that are rolling this out they're all in because if we pretend it's okay it's going to get a lot scarier real quick yeah <laughs> if you don't if you don't wake up it's yeah. going to get scary real fast yeah. so almost like australia go and check out what's happening in australia at the moment yeah if no, you're just scared now go and check that out yeah. and then stand up and wake up Absolutely. But anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so I'll put that out. So I thought that was really interesting. Yes. Uh, and again, it just proves that everything that we've been saying from the outset has been, been, been correct. And, you know, we well, that's an interesting twist on the, what the PCR, what they're actually yeah. doing within the PCR test. And that's I mean, why, how also, they're finding it. Yeah. Because we've got to know what are you actually testing for? It's not been isolated. What are you testing for? Yeah. Now we know. We're testing to see if you are you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> great. It's, oh, well, you're great. testing positive. You are yeah. you. You're positive. You better uh, stay indoors. Oh, brilliant. It's clever genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, clever genius. Well, it's, well, for, it's, the, for, for, for the for for the people that don't know, that don't look into it and just trust the system. Yeah. They go, oh, that's positive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, you're, it's you, come you up positive. It, oh COVID. no, not well. What what is that positive about? What does it actually mean? Mm. Oh, it just means you've got COVID. Well, what is COVID? Well, COVID is you. Yeah. You yeah. are you. Yeah. And you've tested positive for yeah. that. You've tested positive being yourself. <laughs> you better go. That's brilliant. <laughs> Honestly. It's when like you start deeping in and find out the information, it gets Which more, is more strange, crazy. really, because a lot of people these days don't like being who they are. So they're going to have a really freak out. Because <laughs> it's as impossible being themselves, but they don't want to be themselves. They want to be somebody else. I know. So that's really going to freak them out. Because uh, yeah. they're all trying to be somebody else on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. Um, so that's really going to freak and them in out real when, life. They get, when they get tested positive for, for actually being them. Yeah, everyone's trying to be still someone else in real life too. Oh, yeah, well, do you not say that? No. Really? Well, no, well, how are you today, John? Oh, I'm fine. I'm great. No, kids are great. But really, behind the scenes, it's a complete mess. Well, I just like to pretend to be something okay. I'm not. Yeah, well, you don't want everyone to know your business, I mean. Hey? You don't want everyone to know your business. No, nah, it's nice to be honest. But on Facebook... Right, no, I'm not having a very good day to be caught honest, how are you? On Facebook, you know, post, I'm so happy, I'm so great, and in the back of this, sitting in a darkened room somewhere in a corner, crying in a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Uh, that was, my, funny that, that was my Friday night. What about you? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't really. That wasn't, that wasn't really. Oh, brilliant. No. Did anyone yeah. go to firework night? Did anyone have firework? Did you go to firework? There was no firework. No. There was some fireworks. There was fireworks. There was fireworks in my life this week. There was. There has been fireworks there was, in my but life. I don't uh, there has been fireworks in your life as well. Yeah, there has, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily the fireworks. No. Um, but uh, if anyone went to a good firework night, let me know, because I've sort of not been to one for ages since they uh, they stopped allowing us to use sparklers. Yeah. So, you oh, know, really? Is that why you don't go? Because you can't one, use sparklers? Yeah, you know, like, I'm a grown-up person. I know how to use a sparkler. Pretty I know petty, not pretty to shove petty, someone's... Hey? Pretty petty. Pretty petty. It, well, uh, yeah. sparkler was the whole fun of it. Is it? Yeah, I can watch the fireworks from anywhere. They, 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 you can see them. It's brilliant. 
So, but I'd like the sparkler. Were no. you screwed in a previous life? <laughs> I was actually, yeah, 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 yeah I was screwed. I ain't painting a bloody going there. No, 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 I'll stand on the hill and watch it with my spark. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see all of them. Yeah, it's, it's what I do, yeah. No, I sit, I was, I sit there quite on me, I'm a real spark, I'm watching yeah. the fireworks go up. I'm very lonely, Chris. You are going to say, you know, sometimes I even wonder why I even have you as a friend. It's oh, so I know, I know, yeah, I know, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, so, uh, so let's move on from your, uh, your sad uh, firework issue um so the funniest thing <laughs> Should I switch that off? you need to switch, oh, that need off. To switch that the off. funniest thing i've heard this week oh right yes yes you want to hear that go for it shall i tell you well i've already heard it we might until then well yeah okay so the funniest thing i've heard this week is again i know we i know we shouldn't be talking about covid all the time but this is just fucking ridiculous and i've got to mention it so the italian uh, uh higher institute of health uh have come out this week and said they needed to make a slight readjustment to the official death figures of COVID, which they had in the first six months or the, over this period of time, which shut the whole country down, which made everybody lo- shut their business down because of all of these deaths and all that was on the TV. Yeah. And, you know, and now they had to have all these vaccine passports and everything had to go shut down and shut down because of all of these deaths. Right? So now they've obviously played that narrative through and now everyone's bought into it and everyone's now done it. They've now come out and said, right, actually, we need to readjust the official death figures for covid and uh because uh actually what's really going on is most people actually died of other problems and now they've gone through and reconciled it all uh they've reduced the official death figure from 132,161 deaths yeah how many do you think uh well i I know because you told me but yes so (laughs) it's mad isn't it so they've now reduced it to 3,783 so from 120 odd thousand 132,000 down to 3,000 ridiculous seriously people it's still believing it oh i know it's absolutely mental. if it's not on the news no oh God, it's no. not on the news no that's no, conspiracy won't be, won't be on the news yeah absolutely no. um no, so, that, that is funny that's just ridiculous that is funny, it is just ridiculous what you know so um yeah so anyway so, so there's a lot of great information there isn't there a bit of information there for people but to sort of digest? Do a bit of research, yeah, research, find out what's going on in the world. There's lots yeah. of things happening in the world at the moment, like so many things happening in the world at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. But yeah. anyway, moving on with tonight's moving podcast. On. Yeah, I know. Well, I've actually been quite busy. You have been quite busy. I've been really busy. Yeah. Um, I've actually had loads of new, sort of new, loads of new people, loads of new stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, where? Let's where? Where will I start? So. Um, so I've had a few ladies come to me with uh, abdomen problems and ovary, ovary problems. Yeah, yeah. So I had a young lady come to me who was recommended from somebody who had been having severe ovary pains for years, seven years, I think it was. Don't quote me on it, but about seven years. And every time she had her monthly, she'd be in serious pain, lose a lot of blood and all the rest of it. So anyway, so she's been to all the specialists and everything and had all of the experts look at her and nothing's got better. And so a friend of ours said, look, you might want to go and see Steve she comes to see me and then she sat down and i said well you know what you're here for anyway um so she told me about what was going on and give me the thing i said right i said well normally abdomen pains and you know ovary ovary pains are due to a profound loss conflict and um then she went oh yeah that would make sense i said why is that she said well my dad died and i've had family members have just deserted me and so there was quite a few people that had left her life like so she had an issue with her sister and the dad died and it all went kind of, so lots of people left her life. Yeah. And, uh, and that all happened just after the, the, her father died, then her sister fell out and then the, all of the nieces and nephews that, so it was all these losses in her life. 
and so i said well that's probably what's causing it so i did two sessions with her and i went to all of the memories of and the feelings and the responses that she stored about losing her father and losing you know falling out of her sister and all of her and all of the, the nieces and nieces and nephews and some other bits as well but it was all basically the losses of those yeah. so anyway i switched all of those off and uh anyway i saw her this week and uh, so just I said, well, we're just going to carry on because there's some other bits as well that I'm helping her with. Mm. And um, anyway, uh, so I said to her, so how are you? She goes, oh, I'm, all my pain's gone. So all of the pain's literally gone now. And she said for the first time in seven years, she had a, a monthly where she had no pain and uh, it was Brilliant. just like a normal thing. And that was the start of two sessions. Brilliant. And I've had a couple of women like that, basically, which is, and it's the same, it's the same conflict. It's the same thing. It's, it's same profound, loss, profound loss, profound loss that causes anything to do with the ovaries and, and that particular area. And so, yeah, yeah so I managed yeah. to uh, heal that in just a couple of weeks. And she's happy as Larry, because obviously she's been gone down the, the mainstream route and seven years and they've just, never known what, what caused the problem it literally took me to well what was it about i say two and a half hours in total yeah. to get rid of all of the things that caused it cause and effect get rid of the cause and now the effect's gone and now she's happy and healthy and all her pain's gone good. and uh, so that's really really good um i've also uh so here's another one another different one uh so I had someone come to me uh for who's doing a session but they actually at the time was moaning about a toothache and an abscess that they had mm. and i said oh okay and she goes oh i go dentist and uh, i remember that conversation me and you had in the town i was yeah. Oh, I need yeah, to go yeah. to the dentist. Yeah, and then, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and uh, so anything, anything to do with teeth, gums, and anything's where we're chewing things over. So we've got something in our head where we're just chewing it over and chewing it well, over. Well, the back is, yeah. the, back, the back is chewing it over. The front is one to bite back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, it's a good job it was the back, then, wasn't it? So anyway, so it was so I had this abscess and it was all swollen up and the uh, teeth was really hurting. And um, anyway, I said, oh, I know what. I think I know what caused that. So anyway, she said, oh, I'll go to the dentist. I said, you don't need to go to the dentist. So anyway, I, uh, so I said, you're chewing something over. There's something in your life or a decision you're making or there's something going round and round in your head that you're chewing over that you're stuck, you're stuck with. And I said, so what would that be? And she goes, I know what that is. I was like, okay, great. So anyway, she told me, told me what that was. It was about moving. Right. And, uh, and I didn't know whether they wanted to sell or whether they wanted to stay. Yeah. And I didn't want to, and she, and, and, and her husband was sort of like saying, well, I don't care. And so it's putting all of her decisions on the world. And she had to make the decision, but she didn't want to make the decision. She's chewing that. Oh, do I do this? Do I do that to the kids and everything? Anyway, yeah. all that was going on. And then, you know, uh, she had this massive toothache. And anyway, so I went and switched off all of the all of the responses about her being stuck, not wanting to make the decision, where she stuck, what the guilt was, all the stuff around the kids, all the stuff around the school, yeah. taking the kids out of school, about leaving family members here and moving on. So I was actually moving quite a distance away, a few hundred miles. Oh. And uh, anyway, so I switched all of that off and uh, and I uh, said to her, uh, well, I said, I said, don't be surprised that within the next 24 hours, that's completely cleared up and you won't need to go to the dentist. And she said, oh yeah, well, I'll believe it when I <laughs> I believe it when I see it. And uh, anyway, so uh, I got a text message the next morning going, you're freaking amazing. And she goes, oh, my pain's gone in my tooth and I'm no longer in pain. So that was really good That's as good. well because hey, uh, that, yeah. that blew yeah. her mind away because she's very, very she's hard she's hard enough to work with anyway because she's very mainstream model and right. still believes in doctors and still believes in all that so to do that was uh, yeah. so that's really you know opened her, her mind up to what you know cause and effect and stuff it's it's blown her away really um but uh yeah so i thought that yeah, was tooth, tooth pain is an interesting one um for many years i always viewed tooth pain as different from other pain and then i learned to heal my own tooth pain yeah 
Um, well, you did me. I did you. Well, I didn't. I, I, I just did a bit of clearing with you in town once, didn't I? We were yeah. sitting outside. I was like, I really the dentist. Yeah. He was having a coffee. He was having a coffee, yeah. that's right. And I did a bit of clearing and it went, didn't it? Yeah, it's just like, and I was like, like, well, hang on a minute. It's fairly simple. Um, I remember you saying, so I need to go to the dentist. And you went, why, do, why are you going to the dentist? dentist? I said, to the routine. You go, no, you don't need to go to the dentist. No. You just went, shut your eyes. No, <laughs> I was like, sitting there, shut your eyes with me. And then you just cleared it. And then the next morning, my toe fake had gone. The abscess, whatever it's gone, it was that, yeah, funny. Yeah, it's um, I'm, the, the dental stuff is weird because it's you perceive it as different from other things, but yeah. really, it's still the body, it's still the muscles, it's still the bones, it's still it's, nerves, and it's still the the nervous system and infections and things. It's exactly yeah. the same thing as the rest of the body. Yeah. So there's no difference. Um, I've treated a few different tooth problems in the past. Uh, obviously, I don't get tons of it because people go to dentists all the time. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with going to dentists. Don't misunderstand yeah, no, me. Don't, just, yeah, no, I'm no, not no. saying don't go to dentists. I'm just saying. If it's not working, then there's a conflict running. So if it's, if, you, if it's not resolving yeah. uh, or it's it getting worse, it keeps coming back yeah. and it keeps happening, then there's a conflict creating it. I used to have a conflict myself and it was all basically down to my dad. Um, so, um, so yeah, so if that happens, then that's, that's, quite, a, that's quite a common thing. Yeah. So, um, so another interesting one as well, which I've had this week. I had some yeah. really random stuff, so I thought it was really yeah, good to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. because normally it's just normally one thing. One thing, that's right. But, uh, so anyway, the guy who came to me, uh, this week, he phoned me up. I do, uh, you know, and he was in a bit of a bad way. What happened was he got pulled over, and uh, and uh, he they they arrested him hmm. um, because he was just being a bit awkward, really. He, and they arrested him for drink, pulled him over originally for drinking, but hmm. he doesn't drink, so he's not a drinker. So they pulled him hmm. over anyway. He was like, "Well, I don't drink." Anyway, they were getting bolsy with him. He got bolsy with him back. Next minute, they've nicked him, taken him down the cells. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, so anyway, he uh, then they wanted to give him a blood test. Right. Mm. So and he and he's actually got a phobia of needles, and he was just like, "No, no, no, you are not putting that in me. You know, putting this needle in me." And so he refused to take the blood test. Yeah. And so what they've done now is they've charged him. And he's now going to court for refusing to take a blood test, and uh, and so now that's not a criminal offence though. Yeah, I know, but they're actually now they're refusing to take a blood test. So basically, now he's been charged with what they've assumed he because they're saying, "Well, you're guilty then if you're not going to take a blood test and prove it, you're guilty." So then he's now going to court, and uh, and I know, and it fucking crazy world, right? And um, so anyway, and now he's potentially got potentially going to lose his license and then fundamentally lose his business. So now he's in an absolute state. Mm. He's got loads of fear, loads of anxiety, loads of hate, loads of all stuff going on. So anyway, I've um, I've been working with him this week and switching off all of his uh, pre fears and his anxiety about going to court because he's a really gentle guy and it's yeah. really out of his league going into court. He's absolutely yeah. cracking himself. He's not really him. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've had loads of stuff around that and helping him. Switch. I switched off all the anxiety of going there and switched off all of his beliefs around. You know, he's gonna that he's already see in his head he's already lost his job and he's lost his business and he's freaking out. So I've switched off all of that and uh switched off all his beliefs of how of the, what the outcome is going to be. So I've changed all of that for him and I keep my fingers crossed it'll go well for him. You know, yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit of an it's a massive injustice when you actually hear the story and find out. And obviously, I know what the story is because they have to tell me the answers when I'm asking the questions to find yeah. out what it was. And I, I can tell you now it's 100% injustice. So anyway, so yeah, so, uh, and obviously there's also got this phobia and fear of needles as well. So um feel sorry for that guy, but I've been working on with him Absolutely. and clearing all that unique stuff. One. Unique, yeah, it was. It's not 
something every day yeah so but anyway and i'm really pleased that he's reached out to me because you know a lot of people generally just go oh i'm hard man up yeah and just go through it and just you know go through all the pain and the anxiety and the fear and get angry and take out on everybody else and turn up to the court and be an arsehole when really you don't need any of that no. you just come and switch it all off and just do it peacefully happily and calmly and actually you're in control because you're now because when you're in that you're not in control well you're also gonna change the outcome of it as well by clearing it yeah, yeah from law attraction point well of view, that's what i told by him. clearing it you're gonna get a better result by clearing it yeah. than if you hold all the anger and and bitterness it could go really badly yeah. but by clearing it, it's gonna go so what i did is i actually well. got him to the end of the outcome i said so when you think about coming out of the court with having the result that you want and got rid of all of his negative beliefs yeah um so i'm hoping that 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 will create, that, the, that will create the outcome, the outcome that he wants because i did this i don't i do use exactly the same thing when people want uh when people want promotions in jobs yeah so I take them to after the promotion sure. and I switch off all of their guilt and shame so they get that promotion almost instantly. Yeah. And that's how the law of attraction works. So, yeah, so uh, so I had that as well. So that's been really interesting. And also, I've also been working with a young lady uh, who's been, who's stuck in a relationship. Um, he's abusive. He's basically abusive. He's just a cocky twat and he's horrible and he treats her really awfully. Uh, and she's staying there, but she doesn't want to stay there. And she wants out, but she can't make that decision uh, because she's worried about family. She's worried about her friends. She's worried about the kids, the change of life. But she really needs to get out of there. And so I've been, um, and she's making up loads of shit. Mm. Honestly, she's making up loads of shit. It's like, you know, about what he's going to do after and, you know, just all of that stuff, you know. She feels really trapped, really stuck. So um, that's taken a couple of couple of sessions to clear, but um, now I've switched off most of the uh, the fear of leaving and all of the abusive stuff, um, and hopefully I've now cleared that way for her to go. Do you know what? Enough's enough. I'm not putting up with this anymore. Nobody should. We talk about this relationship. Nobody should be putting up with that shit. No. Um, but we do, and um, and you know we're basically when we're doing that, we are damaging the kids, and she knows that. She knew that. You know, she knew knows that anyway, but. She just feels really, she wants to make the do it, but she can't. And she knows it's the right thing to do, but she can't. So I've been switching all that off now and and uh, been working through with that. And I think now she's virtually at a point now of being brave enough to 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 step away from that now and start forging a new life for herself. So that's uh, that is ongoing. Yeah. That's still ongoing, but I think, you know, um, yeah, so that's sort of really where I've been. And obviously I've just been having my normal regular clients yeah. uh, dealing with all of their, with all of their, funny enough, accident trauma. So I've had a few people this week who I've been working with um, that have had uh, severe, severe, severe car accidents. Yeah. And uh, they've got all the images and they're holding that, which is, so I've been working on that stuff, which sort of really comes down to the podcast, the podcast doesn't yes. it? So, uh, so I've done a lot of talking. Yes, you have. You always do. Do I? You always do a lot of talking. Okay, I see it quietly and listen. Yeah. Quiet John. Quiet John. I was right. quietly so it's your turn, yeah? So, uh, so we're going to talk about that. So do you want to talk about the how accidents, uh, the trauma of accidents, and how when we go through accidents, how we can hold that information through the shocks and the, the bangs and the bumps and the energy and how we can hold that in our body and how it can yeah. cause pain, illness, sickness, and loss. And so over to you, young man with the beard. The man with the beard, the everyone. The man with the beard. Yeah, so it's a relevant topic at the moment because, um, I say, uh, two of Steve's clients came to me for uh, an analysis of what was wrong with their body, see what was actually going on, and to find out what the trauma was. So I analysed that, and I've sent them back to Steve to clear it. Uh, and Which I've done successfully. Which you've done successfully. <laughs> uh, because there was nothing really wrong with their body. I mean, one woman did have a bit of damage in her shoulder, which needs to be rehabilitated, but I couldn't rehabilitate while the trauma was running. Um, so... 
when we do that, me and Steve sort of, I'll let Steve do the clearing and I'll do the body work. Uh, but it is literally the car accident that's been causing the problem. And I see this quite a lot. Uh, a lot of the times when we have an accident, it doesn't have to be a car accident, it can be anything. I mean, one of my clients uh, fell over on the ice and that triggered her to think she was getting old. So that then kept her sciatic pain in place and then she was nervous about going out. So when we have accidents or injuries that are traumatic, like a yeah. car accident or something like that, um, there are two things that can happen. Either the trauma of it gets stuck in the brain and then later on, even if you haven't injured yourself at that moment, you can end up getting pain or anxiety or something because of the accident. But it doesn't always kick in straight away because the stress phase is there first. You have to wait. The, the stress phase has to release. And then when you move into repair, that's when you're going to get the pain, the pain or yeah. the illness. And the stress phase can last a months before you get the illness. I mean, one of the clients, it was about five, six months before she actually started getting pain or the symptoms started coming on yeah. after the accident. And one of my clients I treated uh, years ago, who I've mentioned, you know, um, one kid uh, had headaches and that was from a car accident. And another girl, she had headaches from a horse riding accident, but they didn't actually injure themselves at the time. There was no injury. It didn't, it didn't come on till months later. So one of the most important things you can do is clear the trauma of an accident. So it, an accident can affect you in two ways. It can affect you because the trauma's in place and you're playing the trauma and then that creates symptoms later. Or the emotions that you feel about the accident, like I've had people come to me with sprained ankles and they did something really stupid, like they kicked something or tripped up over something, and it was them beating themselves up and being angry at themselves, which stopped the ankle from healing. So even small injuries uh, that you know didn't really create much, but they created an injury, you can actually stop that injury from healing because you're so angry and frustrated um, at yourself for doing it. I mean, one of my friends and my clients, when I first started working with people, um, long before I did any kind of emotional clearing or DTO. All I ever did was Reiki back back in the early days and body work. One of my clients, I remember working her, and she was a friend, and I was just working her back because she was having back pain. And I only went near her back. I didn't do anything else. And the next day, her ankle went purple because she was an old, she was a horse rider. And she hadn't horse ridden for years, but she's had a lot of injuries and accidents. And what happened was the actual injury, because a horse fell on her, uh, had actually got locked in her ankle. So the bruising wasn't allowed to come out. But by me working the muscles and doing the blood flow in the back, it shot the blood around the body and the bruising came out. This was a good thing. Bruising coming out is a good thing. Yeah. Um, so it went black and after that, her ankle felt a hell of a lot better. Yeah. But she had no idea that was locked in there. So accidents can affect us in two ways. Either the trauma of the accident causes us to be ill later on and we don't know it. Uh, and we don't make that correlation. We don't make the correlation yeah. because we think, well, we was fine from the accident. Nothing, yeah. We weren't hurt. And a therapist wouldn't make the correlation either because a lot of therapists will say, well, were you hurt? You'll go, no. And I'll go, okay, never mind it. And they'll move on. But that's not really the way that works. So either the at the trauma of it gets locked in your head and you're still running it uh, or just the, the way you feel about it and, uh, and how angry and upset you are that it's happened gets locked and stops the injury from healing. Yeah. Um, and so two of your clients came to me and we found out that they actually were both car accidents and that's kind of where the majority of it stemmed from. Yeah. And one lady was affecting her eye and her shoulder and her, her leg and it yeah. affected in multiple different ways. Yeah. Um, and she'd even tried, um, 
meditate, hasn't she, to calm yeah, her meditating, down. Yeah. Tried meditating and uh, and and the meditation worked briefly, then it came back again because it didn't really get rid of the trauma, unfortunately. Meditation doesn't really clear trauma. Um, it just quiets and calms the mind. Um, so uh, you have to really meditate for years to get rid of trauma in that way. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, so no, so car act or any sort of accident, like I say, one, one of my clients, I've mentioned her before, young girl, she was chucked off of a horse and she was not injured at that point, but they uh, she was taken by her mum to a chiropractor or an osteopath, and that osteopath manipulated her. And when they manipulated her, that's when she got pain and headaches. It wasn't the osteopath at the, it wasn't the osteopath did anything wrong. It's the manipulation released the trapped energy yep. of what she was going through, and that's all they do. Sometimes osteopaths that's all they do. Chiropractors they release the energy, or any any if you sometimes been to a therapist and it appears they've injured you. Often it's not the case. All they've done is release the energy from that trauma, but they don't know how to change it. Yeah. So now you're in pain. So just be mindful of that, because I hear of stories where people have been injured apparently by their therapist, and I'm, chances are you actually haven't. Um, you know, I had one lady come to me, and she she was having a lot of pain, and she was so scared of therapists because the therapist apparently caused the pain um, before. So she's worried about coming to see me. So after I treated her, I switched off her fear, and then she was fine. But she was so frightened, her body was tense. And all the therapist really did was was release the stress that she was going through. Yeah. Um, uh, but then didn't know how to put it back in the box, if you like. Yeah, it's interesting because it's, you know, a lot of people, I mean, many people get road accidents and car accidents and stuff, and they don't realise that, that actually the impact and the shock, because when you hear a loud bang, you hear it, you see it, That's you right. experience it, you feel that energy also go into your body. It can jolt you, do a whole load of things. Yeah. And and what we don't actually realise is that that energy is actually can be kept inside the body. Mm. It can be kept there. And unless that's unless that's actually resolved, then it's that energy now that will be held in a specific place. And the same thing for my shoulder and why when I started going to the gym again, yeah. that I put my shoulder out. Yeah. It wasn't the exercise that done it. It was I was holding a trauma in my shoulder yeah. and doing the exercise basically where it had been weakened causes the, cause the problem. Triggered it, off. Triggered it off. So, and now I've switched off all of the stuff related to that trauma. Mm. I'm now down the gym exercising again and it's, it's all right. Yeah. You know, and I only see you twice. You know, yeah, so yeah. you know, so it's it's sort of healed on its own with a little bit of help. But that, so if you have been in an accident and you are suffering from, you know, my young lady struggles with her hip and walking; it will just give way, yeah. and you know, she's literally give way. Yeah, and and um, she's tried everything and didn't know what it was, but actually, it's the shock of what happened. Yeah, that's that's affected that particular that particular uh, organ or area. area of her. And now I've actually been going to it and walking her through the accident and getting her to visualize what happened and hearing the sounds and we going to the memories and the impacts and stuff as i was doing that uh she was going oh it's going into my leg there you go. and so, then so basically right. moved, it went down her leg and it went to her foot and then once i got right. rid of all of that switched all of that off all of that had gone yeah you could actually see that she she had oh, already found something right. and she would have felt instant relief from that yeah. and we still haven't got there's still quite a lot in it to go yeah but already she's already noticed just by switching off the memories of that event that's already well, gonna heal her because that's where she's holding that emotional emotion that emotional stuff yeah but the thing with the accident is i mean the accident it's not just about necessarily the accident happening in the moment it can lead on to other things and other scenarios after the accident yeah. and sometimes that happens as well so you know if the accident involved other people you could still be worried mm -hmm. or scared for their life without realizing it uh and you can have other things happen 
afterwards you know it could be a court case or it could be insurance going yeah. through so anything could then re-traumatize you or continue that trauma running long after the accidents actually happened and then when all of it gets resolved when that whole thing finishes then you move into pair and then you get pain yeah but you don't correlate it to the the situation correct yeah um and the accident can affect you in multiple ways so you know it, i've known it affect people uh make them feel anxious because they feel attacked or they feel powerless yeah uh i've known it affects them um that was it mate well, yeah, it's, fear it's, of death as well because the, the main thing right. is the fear of death with that's both right. the girls so that, with is the fear so of it's death. fear of death so it affects your mortality that's what the other one say it affects you your your it raises your mortality and another one it affects often is your age so when elderly people fall over or trip or have accidents they also have to go oh i'm getting old they don't think they tripped over when they was 20 and weren't bothered about it yeah um but because we're, we're instilled with beliefs that well you get old you're more brittle you're more fragile <laughs> yeah. bollocks uh i've seen 80 90 year olds doing pull-ups chin-ups doing sporting events i mean there's no you know uh it was a 80 90 year old jet skiing i mean jesus christ um age has nothing to do with that but because we believe it when we fall when we're older we start going oh no so that one of my clients who tripped and fell and hurt herself on the ice she was then nervous uh about getting older and she was she was in her 70s i mean so she wasn't young right back old but she was in her 70s but she'd never had a problem when she was in canada so she lived in canada all the ice and snow no problems comes over here falls over here on the ice and then she starts worrying about her age and that's when she started moving badly Amazing slower. what British energy can do to oh, your mind, dreadful, isn't it? I know. Um, but <laughs> now we're all going to die. Yeah, oh, it's uh, terrible. The weather. Oh, yeah, better stay indoors. Climate oh. change. Oh. <laughs> it's getting hotter. Oh, really? Yeah. It's fucking November. It's not hot now, is it? Yeah. Um, Where did so, you see that car? Oh, yeah, I saw the car. Did yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So they all Run keep banging water. on about climate yeah. change. And then in 1974, they had a, an engine. Yeah, that could run a generator, lights, heating, and run a car on water. Wow. And do you know what? And do you know what happened to the inventor? No, he was taken out. Was he? Yeah. What for dinner? No, he was taken out, taken out. As oh, in, was... yeah. 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 Okay. And, and that's why. And it was all suppressed and all hidden. And now they carried on pushing it. And now all the same people that own these companies are saying, telling us that there's a climate change climate problem. Change, yeah. Well, you created it, haven't you? Yeah, you've created say, it. You've manufactured it. And now you're saying, oh, we need to put all these measures in and screw the com the normal person over and put all these prices up and get more money from you because actually this all could have been dis all could have been changed in 1974 because some bloke actually made an engine that run on water. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. we won't talk we about, about that. We won't talk about that. We just we just took him out. I, I tell her, like there is a funniest thing I've seen. I remember what it was. Yeah. The funniest thing I saw or heard was they all went to CO2 conference. COP26. COP26, wherever it is, I don't know. COP26 yeah. in, in Glasgow. All turning up in their planes. And, and, and that's the funniest thing. <laughs> they had 800 uh, private jets at Glasgow Airport. Yeah, and Biden alone has an 85 limousine motorcade. Yeah. Uh, to get him to the place, and they thought that was saving the planet. You, and I was like, mm, "It makes you it no, make, it's not saving the planet, is it? No, it doesn't. Not make, that the planet. I don't think the planet's in danger at all. I think the planet takes care of itself. Yeah, we we'll care yeah, less yeah, right. what yeah. cars we have. It's nature. Yeah. But um, but that's still complete irony. Yeah. I mean, eight hundred private jets at Glasgow Airport when they're trying to when they're apparently going to save the planet. Do me a favour. Yeah, was that that interview with that guy, wasn't it? Uh, who uh, was having a pop at that woman? Do you remember the, the, we spoke about this last night, the Chinese. The woman uh, that was talking about climate change and this guy was... Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was an interview, there was a TV show or something, and this woman was going on about carbon dioxide. And he said, well, do you know how much carbon dioxide is in the air? And she was like... And he said, well, 0.04%. 
And she was like, well, I'm not a scientist. He said, well, I've spoken to someone who is a scientist <laughs> and it's 0.04% and 0.3% of that is something and something and something, but it's only 0.04%. So what were you fucking worried about? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like... Know, at least it's just all information repeaters. Scaremongering, fearmongering, oh, information repeaters. And, but know. she had no answer. She just kept saying, well, no, well I'm not a scientist. None of these people have. And I'm like, really? No, they, Stop they, it. No, they believe what they're told. They get scared. Then they get on their self-righteous boat and they go out there, fight a fly in the flag about any... Anything, and then what they'll do is they'll research, they'll use the media to validate the media. Mm. Well, that's just fucking mental, isn't it? That's just like asking a burglar if you're gonna uh, do burglars burglar houses. No, no, we don't burglar houses. No, no, no. So, so uh, I mean, it's just mental. But so, but this is all what happens with information repeated. CNN really uh, was quite shocked because they interviewed the. Um, I believe it was CNN. I think it was because they're bloody useless. Uh, they interviewed the uh, the founder of the Weather Channel. Uh, and the founder of the Weather Channel, which, who is a scientist, but he was an actual scientist, weather scientist, yeah. actually came out and said climate change is a complete hoax. What do you want about it? There's no such thing. Well, and they were say, complete stumps. They're like, you're not supposed to be saying I, this. I, 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 I come across a news article from 1925. Mm. Uh, did you see that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. So. No, you don't know Facebook. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, so, yeah, so I found a news article from. Oh, I have a life. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I'm just trying to wake people up. Oh, uh, I just post now. I go, I just like fart in a room and walk out. Right. You know what I mean? And everyone goes, to get triggered and I'm just like I don't really care so no. if you're either awake or you're not and uh, but anyway so anyway I found this article from um, 1925 and it said uh, Arctic glaciers uh, climate change and in, and it said in 1925 for February 18th 1925 um, it's been found that the uh, Gulf Stream is warming up and uh, since they started taking temperatures and the glaciers are melting from four miles to three miles and there's been a significant increase in the air temperature and I'm like the same old, old shit. shit. The same old shit, just a hundred years yeah. later. It's just the same repeated patterns over and over again. And all of the mainstream watchers all go and go, oh, I need to do something about it. But I don't actually realise that it's just the same, same rhetoric news over yeah. and over, over and over yeah. again. And I've said this before. Like, they when, didn't solve it in 1926. They were solving now, are well, they? They're, they're useless. Yeah, but, here, but here's the but here's the here's the thing. If you actually go and start looking seriously, properly, yeah, properly. right, and actually realise that the news is all like fabricated and manipulated to push you down certain agendas what you need to if you look at it properly what they tend to do is recycle the same cycle every three years right but what they'll do is they'll recycle the same news mm. but they'll change the name and they'll change the city and they'll change the person and they'll change the scientist oh, so okay. it's exactly the same story but in a different town with a different person a different scientist so it's like new it's new it's news, news. Oh, so what okay. they do is they, they have the same cycle yeah, that they do over and I've over and over again because same. people have got a really shit memory well, we don't and they can't it. remember anything from two days ago. No. Do you know what I mean? Because what they'll do is they'll, they can't remember that the news is lying to them nearly all the time. And they'll go back tomorrow and I what's the news again? Go, oh, bloody hell, that's terrible. No, they lied to you yesterday. Did, <laughs> did they? Did oh, I don't remember that. that. Isn't it terrible? What birds don't in the virus now? And they'll just keep going back to it over and over and over again. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's why the world is crazy and insane because people have that inability to do that. But yeah, I found that interesting. When I looked into it, there's like a new cycle. Not all the time. They do have new things that happen. Well, you know, there isn't, if something happens today, like a bomb goes off or a building collapses, so I can tell you that didn't happen three years ago. That happened today. But well, yeah. I don't believe any, I see any news anymore. No, it's, it's all TV. It's all you know, no, you, magic. Unless you can validate it, unless you can actually validate it. And that, it's uh, not yeah. using media to validate media. No, don't use unless media. Unless you see it in, no, it Don't use another news station to validate the original all, news station. Because the they all use the same language, don't they? Yeah, all the papers. There's loads of videos being no, put around. All the different newspapers and all the different radio stations and all the different TV stations are all owned by one company. 
Yes. Right? So get that. But there are. is no there is no variation in news. But They're owned by one company that tell the narrative that everybody has yeah, to go but with. What I found really scary was a guy did a, a, a montage of videos of all different news stations reporting yeah. the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every news reporter said the exact same exactly, language. Yeah. There was no difference in the language. Yeah. It was the exact same language. And he put them all together and they were all yeah. talking at the same time, but it was the same sentence. Yeah, and I'm like, that... That's mental. People won't and look into it. Loads of People won't look into it though, because they're no. frightened of A, they're frightened of finding out the truth. B, they're frightened that if that what if that well, what if that's true? Then that means that everything I've ever been told in my news might mean I've been lied to about lie. everything. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And then the whole world shatters, and then obviously, well, join the rest then, of the world. And not only that, it's all the people that try to sell them that that they've attacked as conspiracy theorists. Now they can't; they have to go and be humble. Go, mm, do you know what? You might have been right there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> they don't; they can't do that. They're not brave enough or man enough. They'll go, do you know what? No, no, no. Even even the truth of conspiracy. I'm going to carry on watching my fabricated news nonsense. Well, the problem with that is so, though, there's been a couple of articles, a couple of people report now saying Mental that behavior. everything that the conspiracy theorists said at the beginning of this virus has now true. come true. Yeah, I know. So we're still, still being fact checked. But yeah, so really the conspiracy theorists are not really theorists anymore, are they? They're actually truth. Yeah. Because everything we said at the beginning and we were told yeah. and that we said to you have come true. Yeah, and someone actually said, well, what else is now going to come true? And he's like, well, wait for it. Yeah. Um, well, so, all you got to do is realise that anything that's conspir the conspiracy theory is anything that they're pushing Mm. is a lie the opposite is true the opposite yeah you know, this, and it's always things that you can't see and I've said this in other previous podcasts oh, they will tell you that there's all this terrorism right but you don't see it you don't no. experience it I've been, I've been to all the countries all over the world Morocco and I've been I've been all over the world right yeah, never, seen, never seen terrorism do you know what I have them going oh hello Mr Jakes you want to do it and they're looking after me and they're loving me and they can't do enough for me they're not trying to kill me and blow me up no. doesn't matter what Muslim country they're going to are you are, sure because right? I've tried that a few times seriously yeah. honestly I get more chipping flipping downtown <laughs> right, than I do in these foreign countries so I don't see that right oh, but no. yeah according to the TV news it's really a big problem Yeah. and also then so that's that thing that you can't see it's always in a country that you can't can't validate that. it That's right. this climate change this is in antarctic and, uh, and the arctic yes. well i can't go there and check it out so i have to believe you or well, it's happening uh, in space yeah, where you can't where you, space. It's happening in space where you can't go you can't see right? it. you can't actually go there you just have to believe us yeah, this yeah. virus right it's so small that you can't see it but it's there, it's there. you'll have to believe it, us. it's in the That's, air but it's so small it's invisible it's always stuff that you can't go and actually yeah. prove it's always the invisible enemy yeah. It's invisible enemy. It's big enough to land on you and go through and not let the mask stop it, yeah. but it, it's small enough that you can't see yeah. it with a naked eye. Yeah. Fuck off. And we've got all these experts and they are all professionals. Oh, we're going to tell about. you, you yeah. can't see it and you don't see it when you go outside, no. but on the TV it's really bad and you yeah. have to trust us, all these people, and you know, oh, tests and cases and that. You can, even though you don't know it and you can't see it, you just have to believe it. it's the invisible enemy. It's invisible, and right. it's always the invisible enemy. Yeah. So anything that you can't go and validate, and do for yourself yes. you have to go and believe these authoritative figures that you don't even know that are for it it's just that they're telling you they're a scientist you exactly. don't actually know no. it says scientist phd in biology doesn't mean, doesn't mean it, is. it could be paid to say whatever he's going to exactly. say so unless you can go and validate it uh, it's and it's always them things there that's for the conspiracies they're the ones that I've come to realise are, oh, are they're the ones that we're being lied to about on an yeah. epic scale and the problem is is that they use fear and then they push an agenda and everyone buys into it. Yeah. And they have people gluing their hands to police cars or sitting in front of flipping on zebra crossings, having a pop at traffic because, you know, the traffic are, you know, polluting the world and, you know, and there's all this stuff. Well, actually, mm. don't have a go at the 
people that have got no other choice other than to go get in a car and go to work. Have a go at the people that have suppressed the water car, the water engine. Exactly, yeah. They're have the people you should people. be attacking, not the everyday. But people won't. It's, yeah. just, it's an insane world we're living in. But we really have uh, feared off uh, accidents, the trauma of accidents. We but, have, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, so, so coming back to accidents, yeah. um, uh, if you are in pain or you're sick or you're injured, Think back and ask yourself, have you had an accident in the last few years? And it could go back, you know, 10, 15 years. It doesn't matter um, because it depends how how quickly you came. Well, it depends when the illness came on. depends how, how traumatic the accident was. It depends on multiple different factors. So just ask yourself, if you're still in pain, if you're still ill or still anxious or something, ask yourself, what accidents have I had? And make a list of the things that come up. Yeah. And then you know that there's a good chance that those accidents are going to be part of, if not all of the problem. Now, obviously, there is a process to go through to check it that I take people through and double check it. Um, but, uh, and that's more of a, a meta diagnosis uh, that I use. But there's a good chance if you've been in an accident, and you had a trauma, then it's probably either the, the, the main cause or at least part of the cause of the symptoms you're getting, even if you didn't injure yourself at the time yeah so even if the accident caused no injury and you walked away scot-free absolutely fine yeah doesn't matter that's not the point yes um and if you did injure yourself in the accident and you and you know you did it in the accident because as soon as you got out you had pain and you haven't healed the same thing is is relevant the accident is the, emo the response, the emotion of the accident is holding that injury in place. Yeah, well, with the girl that I'm working with at the moment, one of the girls I'm working with now, um, she come and saw you with her shoulder and stuff. I saw her this week and uh, she had a fear of death running from quite a bad accident. Yeah. Uh, bless her. And um, But um, once I actually went into the accident of all the responses that she stored from it and got, and got rid of that, she messaged me, I think, within a few hours and said how much how much she was in less pain yeah and she felt really really good and you know so because she's not been able to do any exercise she's got a really bad shoulder and yeah. she's really struggling and it's getting to her now because she's quite uh you know quite she likes to do her fitness she likes yeah. to do her, go to the gym and she can't really do anything and it's it's causing her problems so the mere fact that that all that happened from an accident that happened years ago yeah, exactly. it happened years ago, yeah. you know. So, um, and she's holding all of that. And problem is, is all if you go through an accident like her, where it was a really severe accident, and you think, you know, as I said, there was a fear of death running. If you've got that fear of death running, and that's running, and that's running in your every area of your life, that can cause health anxiety. That can just make yeah. you overcautious, over paranoid. You can't. You're always on edge. You can't sleep. All that stuff. So, you know. Um, so yeah. So, but just after one session with her. A lot of her, a lot of her pains reduced already, and right. as we continue through that, hopefully that will go. But it just reiterates what you were saying. Yeah, uh, and the fear of death comp is actually a very common comp. Well, when I say it's common, uh, I think most human beings go through that at some point in their life. So it's a very common conflict that people have. But what I do want to say about accidents is one of the things that people may not realise is you can actually make stuff up about the accident that you don't realise you're making up. So um, my client who had the headache, the young boy, he'd actually invented a 360 degree image of the accident but he couldn't see a 360 degree image of the accident he just made it up in his head and that image was part it was making up most of his headache just seeing that three he, he so he's i think the car had spun and uh it hit the side ultimately but he'd made up in his head a 360 degree image of seeing the whole outside of the car as it spun 
And that in his head was causing a lot of problems. Now, he wasn't going around every day seeing this. So it's not like he was conscious of this because he wasn't. He wasn't walking around going, you know, like his head yeah. in lights. Head you know, is spinning. Head yeah. spinning. Well, that wasn't happening, but it was happening. It was like an image, a stored movie. An image, stored movie. Yeah. And it was playing over and over again. And as soon as I switched that off, a lot of the, the headaches went away. Yeah. So you can actually create images or sounds in the brain from these accidents that are uh over exaggerated from what happened and yeah. that makes the problem worse as well yeah absolutely so um so yes yeah, so, uh, other things as well as obviously you've got the physical stuff as well so if you get injured for physically and the rehabilitation element of that it's not all psychological neurological although most of the stuff that happens after does but then you also can have impacts and stuff where you might not necessarily think it's at the time, yeah, because you've obviously gone into a fight and flight and you've gone into stress anyway, so you wouldn't feel it. And then later on, you can come into physical uh, elements and start, you, you know, we're, because we're holding, you know, certain shocks like whiplash or stuff with your leg. So the lady that I'm treating now, um, she's had this problem with her right leg. And what's happened is, is that just as, so as she was, the, she watched the accident happen in front of her mm. and then all of a sudden this car's come back and then start going towards her. So what she's tried to do is she's put her foot down to try and avoid the oncoming car and then got hit. So because she's used her foot to push down on the accelerator, That's why hit the foot. right? Push down on the accelerator. Yeah. Then she's hit the bang. That's subconsciously neurologically is affected and stored that information well, in the foot the and in the leg. Now she's having problems walking and she's got problems with her feet. Yeah. And, and I said to you earlier on, as soon as I switched that off, you know, it's, it's happened. But that's where we can store energy in situations like that. Your point, you might not even be aware of that that's actually happening. Yeah, because if we make a physical movement during that, that trauma, then that physical movement can get linked yeah, it gets stored. to the memory. And we don't realise it. And so people say, oh, well, it hurts when I'm doing this. Well, that's because that action or that movement has been linked to the trauma you've been through. That doesn't just go for accidents. That goes for lots of things. So the actual movement that causes problems has just been linked to the trauma. That's all that's happening. And in that case, there's a very obvious yeah. thing to happen. But she wouldn't have been aware of it at all. Um, so no, well, it's only so, as I was working through it that the energy was moving from certain parts of her body into that. So right. as I was clearing some of the, the fight and flight responses... All of a sudden, the energy was moving from here to there to here to there, and she could actually, oh, it's moved from me. It's moved from the top of my leg. Oh, it's moved down to my foot. Yeah, and I was just connecting, so I connect to that energy. What's the response? And yes, then right. It all yeah. went. So, yeah, so, no. So if you have had an accident, if you are ill or you're suffering in pain or, or with anything, then just ask yourself, well, have I had any accidents that were traumatic or or any accidents really, and just make a list of them. Uh, maybe you do sports all the time and you 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 you've had some injuries from that or accidents from that. Um, what Steve said about the physio, yes, you do need rehabilitation. You need rehabilitation, uh, but the rehabilitation will only work if the trauma is cleared. So one of the clients, uh, Steve, that came to me, uh, I went to give a rehabilitation exercise to start her off. But she couldn't do it because the trauma was still trapped so badly in her shoulder that she wasn't even able to do a simple rehabilitation exercise. So once Steve's cleared that, she'll come back to me. I said she needs to come back to me so I can rehabilitate the shoulder. Yeah. Um, not that really there was actually technically any major damage to the shoulder. Um, it was just getting weaker and weaker. But the trauma was so severe in that that she couldn't even do the simple exercise I gave her. And the exercise I gave was really gentle. Um, and she couldn't even do that. So if you're... Uh, going to physio or you're seeing a rehabilitation expert and it's not getting any better, 
chances are the trauma still trapped in there or you'll find the exercise is painful chances are the trauma still trapped in there and it's not going to work for you and i see that on a regular basis as well yeah cool yeah. right have you got anything else you want to talk about when it comes to accident trauma uh no, i don't think so um uh, 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 uh well, well you could you could, it also could affect digestive issues because you can't stomach oh, it, it can affect anything it depends yeah. how you perceive the accident it's all about perception, your perception yeah. of the accident is so if you if you feel attached and you get anxiety anxiety if you can't accept and swallow it like steve said you get stomach problems yeah um the pain thing it's probably not going to be a self-worth issue if you're getting pain it's probably going to be the anxiety um uh because anxiety can cause a lot of tension in the body and torture you to crease up like this um but you could get neurological problems like this woman's with a leg yes that's slightly neurological that's not that's not the the, the muscles that's a neurological problem yeah even though it's, it's a no, signal that's it's been, a signal it's, it's a, a signal, signal that's just cutting out even though she's had all the neurological testing i think hasn't she yeah and and it's not shown anything up uh, that doesn't make a difference. No, I found the, it. I found the, it and got rid of it. The, yeah. Um, the, you can still have that in the body and it won't show up on an x ray or anything. Yeah. Um, and if it does, it's still the same thing. You're still having a neurological uh, trigger or reaction to the conflict. It's just not always obvious. Yeah. Um, so, no, that's basically it's such an important thing because it's one of the first things I look for when people come to me in pain. Have you had any accidents or injuries? Yeah. Um, so, it's very, and, and also it can affect. Um, it can affect our confidence as well in ourselves. So it can. I've known, uh, especially guys. I've had a few people. Guys, guys, guys. I've known a few men <laughs> who've had some injuries and accidents, and it's affected their confidence in their abilities, and that has affected their muscles because yeah. that is their self worth. Yeah, I mean, there was a guy when I first started out on this journey, um, doing what I do now. There was a guy. I what first... do you do now? Who are uh, you? What? When? I've confused you, haven't I? I've did. What? Yeah, Karen, I said, uh, what do you do now? It was a joke. I don't know. know. You don't know? I'm completely lost. You, you, you look lost. I'm a broadcaster. Is like, uh, no, so lost working for you? It, no. What's the opposite about? I don't know. Okay, right, so okay. anyway, when I, when I first started out and I started doing this, um, we I uh, had a guy, one of my first clients was a guy who was in a road accident and uh, he was based in London mm. and he couldn't come and see me. So I drove to London to his house. Oh, and, you're so uh, nice. I know, I'm a good guy. Such I'm a nice That's uh, so anyway, I drove to London to his house, never met his guy, I turned up in London. Charged him a fortune for it and everything. No, I didn't. Um, so anyway, I went there and, um, uh, yes, yeah, so I had to go to his house, but that was the same same thing. He basically had this road accident where he was at a roundabout and I someone had come and hit him while he was waiting at a roundabout to leave. Mm. And that basically meant that now he had all these PTSD images right. and he was also, and he lost all his confidence and he basically couldn't get in his car and drive. Mm. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. So for two years, he was, he just couldn't get in a car and drive because he completely freaked him out and completely shattered his confidence. He yeah. couldn't go near a car. And within an hour and a half, I'd got rid of all of those images and everything. And the friend that from London that recommended me uh told me the next day he goes oh i've just seen him driving up the road and i was like really she goes well yeah he must have done something because he hasn't been out of, he hasn't got in his car for two years so it just goes to show that but once the, if you have you, if you've got these confidence or you've got these paranoias or these fears uh they're all in, intrinsically in your yeah. brain and in your mind and once you get rid of them he just got back just to his car and started driving again yeah. so that just it, so, it goes about confidence really again so yeah so so yeah so accidents can affect you psychologically um not not necessarily with a lack of confidence, but with just a fear of driving again, yeah, or a fear of <clears throat> going skiing again, or when it, whatever the accident was, it can it can make you scared or frightened to do that thing again when it was just an accident. 
Yeah. You know, and, and that can often stop people doing something they love or enjoy doing. Um, you know, I used to ice skate a lot. Uh, I loved ice skating. And a lot of the people there, they'd have an injury or an accident and a fall, and it would they'd be really like a nervous wreck getting back on the ice again. Um, in fact, my, my ice skating instructor at the time, he, he did um, uh, really badly damage his leg, like really badly. And it, it was a very intense rehab that I had to do with him because uh, he, he shattered the, uh, the ankle bone and he broke the tibia. And he did it doing something really simple, just stopping. <laughs> he wasn't even doing anything complicated. He just stopped, flipped over on his ankle, and it just shattered. I love ice skating. So it's, that's great. Well, he's never really had an accident. I used to play. I used to do ice skating. Yeah, he's never really had an accident in his life before. It's the first one he ever had. I was just being now, I know he was actually resolving a conflict. We'll skip over that. Yeah. Um, but that will fry everyone's brain. That will fry everyone's brain. So that's a different uh, area of accidents, which yeah. we'll come on to another time. Yeah. But I did the rehab for that, um, and it was three weeks of intense rehab. Now, the other thing that can happen with accidents is – he was put in place, they did the operation, that was all great, uh, but the hospital said, oh, it would be another six months before we back on the ice. Now, the problem with that is that this guy wanted, I mean, my mate wanted to shoot himself because he was self-employed. So he, he, he had to be better quickly, and they got, oh, it's six months. This, this is how doctors scare people. Um, your body can heal very quickly given the right information. Now, yes, I had to do three weeks of very intense body work on him. I was working twice a day on his day to get it better. But when he got back on the ice three weeks later, so we got him on the ice, Three weeks after the operation, when they said it takes six months. Um, but when he got back, he was nervous. So I had to switch off his lack of confidence um, to get him back fully yeah, on the ice is. again. Because he'd, he'd been off, A, been off the ice for a few months because obviously the operation and everything. And um, and he lost his confidence. Yeah. So it's very important to also recognise these accidents and injuries. They can affect us psychologically. And we don't need to be affected psychologically by it. You can switch it off and just move forward. It is just an accident. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as you haven't been maimed or anything, then, you know. No, it's the same with the guy with the car in London. Exactly. You know, he didn't want to get in his car for two years. And within an hour and 20 minutes, he's, he's, I've switched all of the stuff off. And the next day, he's yeah. back roaring up the road again. Precisely. Yeah. I mean, so, I had a similar thing when I, in my towards the end of my football career mm -hmm. um i was playing and one of my friends had a really bad tackle and literally snapped his leg in half and uh it was really bad it was a really bad tackle but i was right i was virtually 10 foot away i heard the noise i heard the break and obviously uh, after that that really damaged my confidence in football i mean i used to put myself i wasn't scared of anything i'm always getting stuck in everywhere mm. right but when I saw that and heard that, it really, I remember going over and f almost throwing up. Mm. And uh, after that, I lost all confidence in playing football. It was only really about another 18 months. I played a bit of uh, six aside, mm. non-contact stuff, and then I quit after that. I mean, yeah. I did have also a really bad back situation, which was well, also yeah. stopping me. But um, that wasn't the back that stopped me playing. It was, no. I just literally <laughs> had that, the sound of the whole, it was, like, it was quite a traumatic experience. And it was for everyone when you see one of your mates and it was a really bad break as well like and and somebody done it to him you know right. and um yeah so and that damaged my confidence really and i stopped i pretty much within two years i'd quit competitive football because yeah. i just thought i don't know i don't need that in my life no exactly you know i was running a massive company at the time one part you know joint running a massive company and i couldn't afford that and didn't no. want it it did really it really did it really did do I might want to switch that off yeah. um no so i does, might want to you might want to um so no, so I mean these things do affect us in multiple ways, but they shouldn't. Uh, yeah. They're not designed to do that. If you have an accident or an injury, even if it's minor, it is just that. It has nothing to do with your age, nothing to do with your abilities. 
it's just one of those. Well, it's not one I've seen. It's part of a healing phase, if I'm honest. Um, it's it's actually a resolution of something. The accidents are not random, but that's all it is. Uh, it's nothing to do with you. Don't make it about you. Uh, get back to doing your sport and hobby. Our human beings are way more resilient than we're actually told we are. We're told we're so weak and so fragile and this and that and all this nonsense, and we're actually not that weak and fragile. Uh, accidents do happen because sometimes we're just being stupid or something. Someone comes in and knocks us over. Yeah. Um, but we're not. We're not. We are very resilient, resilient creatures. We're very strong and in our bodies. Obviously, you must train to be able to do your sport. <laughs> Obviously, you will yeah. injure yourself. Um, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but yeah, don't I mean, be frightened all, of your body. Or all problems happen of. from when we have an accident or some an event that happens in our life where we make a perception of it and we make shit up. That's yeah. basically what we're doing. Yeah. But we, we, the shit that we make up, we believe to be true, and then that gets stored in our subconscious. Go and watch my video on the brain uh, and how that all works because that would help everybody massively. But uh, And that's what's going on. And unfortunately, when we store that, that we have that shock and we store that information, we have that as a belief. Beliefs drive behaviours. And now, because all of a sudden you'll see that, like for me, I was like, oh, my God, that's going to happen to me. Yeah. So, right? so now what's happened is, is I stopped playing football because I thought it was going to happen to me. Yeah. It hasn't happened to me. I've made stuff up. Now I've gone into a a fear response, yes, right. which isn't true, isn't real. I mean, bearing in mind I played for 35, 30 years before that and not and had anything fine. like that, no. and I was fine. So it is. it generally is like that. I mean, it's yeah. when we're just generally making up shit and believing the shit we make up. And, ev and everybody that comes to me <laughs> recognises that. I yeah. mean, like the girl, the lady with, in the relationship, yeah. she's made a up loads of shit. Oh, we do. We always she's do made up loads of shit why she should stay there and... You know, and yeah. oh, the kids. Well, no, you're doing more damage to the kids by staying there. And yeah. oh, well, my family's gonna be. No, you're just making this up, you know. Yeah. And she's starting to recognize that now. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, but it is all basically that making up stuff from a perception. Yeah. And uh, when we do have a bad accident we, and we make that up, not only do we have the the injury or the energy of that, we've also got the beliefs that we make as well. I can't drive, the world's dangerous, the road's dangerous, I'm going to get uh, injured, yeah. oh, my leg's going to get broken. Yeah. Uh, this and that. So all you have all these beliefs now around it, which is yeah. all which aren't even true. Yeah. And those beliefs drive behaviours. Yeah. So, you know, um, we have to, we have to, if you know that and you are having trouble after an accident, then not only do you probably want to switch off the, uh, the, 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 the energy and the response and the impact of that, but you might want to change your switch the beliefs, beliefs off as well. That's right, you must switch the beliefs switch off. Switch the beliefs off as well. Yeah. And any triggers. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so you know, if you was in a if you watched a, a car accident where a you know a uh, an escort hit a fiesta and it was really bad and quite traumatic, uh, you could be driving down the road and see a blue fiesta yeah. row past you in the middle lane, all of a sudden that will trigger your response to uh, the accident that you saw four years ago, you're not having a panic attack in the middle of the road as you're driving. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You won't know what it is, but it's an unconscious trigger because it was a blue escort. And it was right. a blue escort that you saw having the accident or yeah. like a silver Fiesta or whatever it is. I'm just, you know, BMW 3 Series. And every time you see a BMW 3 Series, you start going, well, oh, start acting weird and acting weird because it's a trigger that's triggering the memory and the responses of that memory. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's important to clear trees. One of my clients, um, years before I had DTO, she was, uh, she actually predicted her boyfriend's motorcycle accident. Yeah. So she saw it happen before it happened. Tried to call him, didn't get to him, and he died. And every time she drive down the road to go to work, she just couldn't do it because the road would remind her. So it wasn't her accident. Yeah. She was being traumatized by. Obviously, you would be. That's a truth. Yeah. So she was grieving heavily, and she felt so guilty she couldn't get hold of this her boyfriend, and so she was traumatized by his accident. 
uh, and we can do that as well. We can be traumatized by other people's accents, like yeah. you said, yeah. and that can affect. Well, I was us. by my friend's injury. Your friend's injury. Yeah, so. and we had some comments. What's the? Well, yeah, no, because uh, yeah, when I say yeah, no, I mean yeah, no. Yes. We have had some comments. I so see them. I can't I've, read. We just them. had some from Julie. Hello, Jules. How you doing? Hey, Jules. Um, and Jane, obviously, she always hey, Jane. Jane. Yes. Nice here. Yeah. Bit early. It was like two hours ago. Uh, but and Laura, uh, my uh, Ruben's mum over in Ireland. Oh, hello, Laura. Hello. Hello. Still Laura. Nice to see you. Yes. I spoke to her yesterday, and she's doing really great over there. With a little new baba, Theodora. Yeah. So uh, Ruben's got a little sister now. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. What about the old tippy tappy? Any comments on the tippy tappy? On the tippy tappy? No, no one's actually commented on the tippy tappy. Oh, are we boring no, everyone? No, no, they're okay. too busy. But firework displays and watching News Twenty Four. No fireworks. Uh, no, no, it's quiet, man, it's quiet, yeah, it's crazy peaceful. here last night. Peaceful, quiet. Um, I, I actually, there. I actually wanted to put a post out about, and I was going to do it, but I didn't in the end. I was going to say, uh, as it's firework this weekend, I've had an idea. I think we should all try and raise Guy Fawkes. Yeah, I think and, we should and, as well. and, uh, and, and celebrate uh, him properly. Celebrate <laughs> and let him finish the job he started yeah, back yeah, in the old days, <laughs> or at least find his great, 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 great relative and give them some matches and let them finish the job. I tell you what I did see today. Yeah, actually, whilst I was doing my research, is I saw uh, there's a thing called the Global Veterans Alliance. Have you seen that? Uh, I saw what you showed me the other day. Oh yeah, no. So there's yes. a there's a group all the vets, ex vets, yeah, military, yeah, from all different from all around the world. Paras, SAS. Yeah. So I watched the video with Chris Frawl. Uh, all of them, paratroopers, SAS, all coming out now. Wow. And they're all saying, nah, <laughs> no, this ain't happening. Brilliant. They all turned up with their, uh, with their big banner standing outside Scotland Yard and Houses yeah. of Parliament, all being filmed. Brilliant. Saying, and all the, a lot of the lady uh, soldiers as well, all with their Brilliant. berets. Yeah. Nah, nah. We're doing it. So even now the veterans and them are getting involved, which I Good. think is fantastic. And they it, need to. And it's really great to know because, you know, as individuals, especially when you know what we know and we can see what's going on, you can feel really powerless and you can think, well, who's, it, who's, it, who's, it, who's going to stop who's it? Who's going to stop Someone's it? Who's going to protect us? us? Yeah. I don't see our, our military doing it. I don't see our politicians doing it. They're all on the other side. Yeah. The war's against us. And we, you know, as you can see, it's happening in Australia, Germany, Italy, yeah. France, you know. Yeah. Um, and who's going to protect us? So it's really great to see those vets coming out and uh, really support them. I certainly yeah, do. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Really support, great. Yeah. yeah it's really, really good. great. Anyone okay. who protects the people. Yeah, because nobody knows protecting the police aren't the police are working police for the, the police people. are working for the scum. They work for the government. Uh, and uh, and and uh, right now uh, we're all on our lonesome, yeah. having to try and go through court, uh, and all the judges are corrupt, and all part of the the club. No, not all the judges. No, perhaps. not all of them. No, majority some of them have ruled majority, really well. Majority, majority of them. Are. Um, when you know what you know, and uh, so realistically, you know, uh, and if they're not, they get they get intervened by the higher powers, and uh, it doesn't go through. So right now we're sort of like on our back foot, and we're without really many resources to push back. But people are doing it, and it's really great. So I, I just want to say, take my hat off to that global alliance. You know that uh, you know, um, really really good. So I'm proud of them. Okay, cool. So anyway, uh, let's move on now. Okay. So uh, time is ticking. Uh, and so, uh, as you well know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Super Rollover Sunday. Uh, that's right, Super Rollover Sunday, uh, because uh, this is the third Sunday now where Jonathan not only gets the opportunity to win one Healing the Mind pen and key ring, but we've now doubled the prize. So now two Healing the Mind pens and two key rings 
uh, priceless commodities. You can't get them anywhere other than on the black market or directly from me uh, because they're so valuable. And it breaks my heart and it really hurt in the fact I might have to give two of these away uh, um, mm. considering, you know, uh, how it's many... It's will, to be honest. Uh, yeah, so, as we know. <laughs> so go grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper if you want to join in. Uh, this is a uh, multiple choice, true or false, 10-question quiz. Uh, and uh, in order to get your prize on Super Roll over Sunday, uh, you <laughs> uh, you get uh, you need to get six answers out of ten. Right? Six out of ten. Go on, go for it. You want to do six out of ten? <laughs> I doubt it, but carry on. You did all right last time. What did I get last time? Five. <laughs> I did. So you start. You did four originally. Yeah, and then and I lost it. You got it. a five. Yeah, and so and I lost it on the rest. You lost it on the rest. You were doing so well. Oh, I was doing well. You... Didn't he do well? Didn't he do well? So the game. So I just game. want to ask. How, how are you fancying your chances today, mate? Um, I, I, I you doing Bruce Forsyth in yeah, yeah, So, I'll ask you again. What uh, do you think you're going to do tonight, mate? Uh, probably not great. I'm not good at general knowledge. I don't. Could be a belief system, really. Could be, but I am giving you the answers. Remember, you you've are multiple got, choice. You've just got to pick the right one. I, I get that, but okay. I, I haven't been so very no. successful at that. Either, so. Well, no. So, okay. Uh, and you didn't this, cheat. You didn't this, cheat earlier. This is why I hated school. Because they did multiple choice. Put you under pressure. Yeah. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, so grab, if you've got your pen, grab a pen, 10 questions. Uh, and like I said, they're a multiple choice. I will give you the answer. you just got to pick the right one or it's a true and false. Okay. So you ready to begin? Let's go. Right. Great. No, so, no I mean, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go then. Uh, so question one. Yeah. For the Super Sunday, Super Rollover, double pen prize. Yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, I can feel the heat coming off you, mate. It's can you? Nervous. Can you, you're nervous. It's nervous. nervous. It's like, woo! Right. No, that's climate changing, that mate. Climate change, yeah. My body's reacting to the climate. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, in the yeah. studio. Great. Yeah. Um, Is there a test for that? No. Right, okay, cool. So, question one. Question one, ladies and gentlemen. So, we're going to start off with question one, because it's always the best place to start. Yeah. And we're going to start off with number one. So, the Gillette. The Gillette. The razor. Is the measurement of what? Look. The, I cheap. can't see. I've got my glasses on. That was a good job then. Is it, is the Gillette a measurement of what? Is it the, A, the sharpness of a blade, mm. B, the power of a laser, or C, the reflective power of a mirror? I'm going to say the sharpness of a blade. Is, in actual fact, well done, the wrong answer. So you're not going to get any of that. It's a zero for that one. Do you know no. what it is? No. It's the power of a laser. Is it? Yeah. Then why are they called Gillette razors, Gillette razors? Yeah. Uh, well, so I'm going to tell you the reason why. Yeah. So Theodore Maiman, who is the guy who uh, who made the first laser, yeah. he measured the strength of the laser by seeing how many Gillette blades, razor blades, he could cut through. Right. Okay. So that was how it That's got, how it got his name. Yeah. Right. So okay. there was, it was to do with razor blades, but how many... He cut through. How he cut through was the it was then how powerful the laser was. So they called it uh, a Gillette. Okay, cool. It's a powerful laser. So none none for you there. One for me. Did you get that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you get? I that think one? I'm going to do him a quiz next time and ask him questions and see how he gets on. But they won't be general knowledge. They'll be about magic, ice skating, and a few other things that I know about. <laughs> and see how he gets on. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Sarko. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ask you what a Charlie pass is. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is that is that a tunnel in France? What a, what a French drop is? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, go down the Charlie A pass, pass, through the Alps, and you'll be there. Is that, is right. that, is that a tunnel Diana took? <laughs> no. No, okay, no. That's a good surprise to as well. Yeah, that was I was in Paris, it was, yes. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, carry Alps. on. Number two. Great, number two. So. I could do with number two. Right. 
So, good job. This isn't a shit question. No, thank you. Which civilization was the first to divide time into units of 60? Okay, yeah. Was it the Chinese? Was it B, the Greeks, or C, the Sumerians? Uh, uh, Pass your bedtime, mate. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, what were you up to? No, nothing like that. No, no. Is really? no, no. it the Chinese that we had? No, it was not digest it. No, I thought I couldn't swallow it. That's what it was. Uh, all those <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll go B, the Greeks. Is, in actual fact, the, the wrong, wrong answer. answer. It wasn't the Greeks at all, no. In actual See, fact, this is what Steve doesn't understand. I'm actually going for the wrong answer. If you gave me merit for actually getting the wrong answer, I would win. Yeah, that's great. what I'm actually, I'm trying to get the wrong answer. Yeah. You're yeah. doing, you are. I'm You're doing, doing a good really job. good job of it as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, so, no, actually, the answer is the Sumerians. Oh, okay. So the Sumerians were the first to use a mathematical system based of six, 10 and 6. And uh, they were the first race to divide time into minutes, 60 minutes, mm. which obviously if you know about the Sumerians, you'd know all about the Anunnaki and you'd know about the creators, Enki, Enlil. Mark you know, Luke. before we started doing these quizzes, I was thinking about going on a chase, but I've decided not to do that now on these quizzes. I wouldn't get very far, would I? No, probably no, not. No. So, yes, yeah, so I know a lot about the Anunnaki yeah. and the uh, Emerald Tablets and all the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, so, but anyway, yeah, so it was the Sumerians. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three. This is a good one. Yeah. Uh, true or false? Britain's first Indian restaurant opened before Britain's first fish and chip shop. Oh, um, is that true or is that false? Tick, true. Tick, tock, tick, tock. True. Is the right answer. There you go. Uh, I've got one. Yeah. So the first one, Indian, the first Indian uh, restaurant opened before the first fish and chip shop. And it was opened in 1809. It was called the Hindustan Coffee Shop in Portman Road. And uh, the first fish and chip shop didn't open until 50 years after that. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would piss all the nationalists off. That would piss. I'm only up for a minute. I've done history. Like, I mean, I'm on. I mean, I'm on. I'm on. I'm Dave. I know the quote. You know what I mean? Proper. Proper. Anyway, number four. Um, yeah, number four. Mm. So you got one right. Yeah, brilliant. I want a winner. You want a winner? Okay. So what is measured? Number four. What is measured by the Scoville scale? The Scoville scale. Is oh, it? I could answer that really badly. Is it? I, I know. I don't. No. We've got people watching. So the yeah, Scoville scale, no. is it? Is it measured by the density of wood, the heat of peppers, or the potency of human sperm? I'll go for B, the heat of peppers. Is the right answer. Is it? it? Is. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. So uh, Wilbur Scoville in 1912 measured the quantity. Wilbur Scoville. Wilbur Scoville. Yeah, in 1912 uh, measured the quantity of chemical capsicum, in the which is the heat that provide, that's provided in peppers. Right. And uh, so he, he got a, he done a scale. Pure capsicum registers at 16 million, right? 16 million units. Mm. And the hottest pepper, which is the Naga uh, Jokia, the Naga Jokia, uh, that's only one million. Right. So, you know, so, uh, well, Reds is over a million. But, uh, so there you go. All right. The you Naga every, Jokia. Every day. So a million girls. units. And, but they're, like, the pure capsicum is 16 million. So, all right. So that's two. Two. We've got two out of four. Wow. Well, I'm 50%, 50, 50 there. 50%. Right. Great. So. I feel so alive right now. I do. Uh, so I'm alive with pleasure. Yeah. So, okay, so the next question, number five. Here's a good one. Yeah. Who was the first person to be murdered live on TV? This is a really joyful podcast, oh, isn't no, it? Yeah, great. Who's the first person to be murdered live on television? Wasn't was Tom Coop, was it? Was it? No. no. <laughs> was it John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King, 
or Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, the first person to be murdered live on telly. Well, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Is the wrong answer. Is it Martin Luther King? Nope. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. Although. What? Although, right? Although Kennedy uh, was shot, it wasn't shown live. It was played over and over and over and over and over. But the video was played, but it wasn't played live. Okay? So right. he wasn't murdered right. live. It was okay. a recording. And what happened was is that it was repeatedly broadcast. And then afterwards, they were filming... Lee Harvey Oswald coming out and Jack Ruby shot him. And that was the first live murder on TV. So it was Jack Ruby killing right. Lee Harvey Oswald. It wasn't JFK. Okay. JFK was recording that they kept playing. Typical. No, there get that one wrong. All right. Two out of five. Okay. Do that. Shall I quit now? Because I can't win. I don't know. Yes, you can. I can't. Of course you can. You've got five questions. You can get seven right. Okay. Yeah. I've only done five questions. Right. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Great. So. Yes. Why me out? So 1903. A young lady yes. called Mary Anderson. How long have I been here? 1903. Mary Anderson. Mary Anderson, yes. A very yes. nice young lady was famous for inventing what? What did she invent? Did she invent the dishwasher, the windscreen wiper, or the zip? <laughs> the dishwasher, <laughs> the windscreen wiper, or the zip? I'm going to go for the windscreen wiper. Boo is the right answer. Hey. Done. Yeah, she did actually. She was, she actually, there was another guy. Um, called James Apjohn, and uh, he had a patent for it, but her patent super Seuss preceded that, and so she's been uh, granted the inventor of the windscreen wiper. Well done, Mary. Yeah, whatever. So three, see, don't Ooh. quit. No, so don't never quit. Never quit. Never oh, quit. Don't be a quitter. No. Right. Okay. Cool. So uh, this is uh, this one, dear. Nineteen oh four, the yeah. Tour de France. Uh, the I start again. In nineteen oh four, Tour de France swimmer. The Tour de France winner was uh, was won by defending champion Maurice Garin, right? But why was he disqualified? Right? Was he disqualified through the use of drugs, drug enhancement? Was it because he jumped on the train, or because he decided to split the race with his twin brother? Oh, that face looked really painful. Man. It's like having a crack. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Do you one out live on podcast? Uh, live was, on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was, that, that's constipation. Eh? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with he decided to split it with his twin brother. Is, in actual fact, the wrong answer. Um, he actually got disqualified because he jumped on a train. Oh, I was going to yeah. go with that one. I was like, he oh. jumped. Yeah, he jumped on a train. So you still got a chance. You've got to get all three right. Oh, brilliant. Right? So, you might get this one. Okay, go on. Okay. So, what was Eugene Caraman's unique claim to fame? Mm. Unique to Caraman's. Was he the first actor on TV, the last man on the moon, or the only US elected president to have never served? All fireworks. Oh, they're going off. It's all kicking off. It's all kicking off now. It's all kicking off now. Um, call, uh, call the happy uh, police. Put that in. Yeah, what was the, what was it again? Uh, Eugene Caraman's unique claim to fame. Was he the first actor on TV, the uh, last man on the moon, or the only US president to never have elected president to have not served? First actor on TV. Ah, it's the president one, isn't it? No, he's, he was the last man on the moon, actually. Was he? Yeah, he was, he was the commander of Apollo 17. And but we so, know that's not true, so that's a false, that's a lie. Well, yeah, but according to 
the history that we're told. Oh, okay, according to history we're told. Yeah. He was, was the, last the commander man of Apollo 17 and in 1972 right. become the 12th and the last and allegedly the last man to be on the moon. Okay, fair enough. Then. Gonna do like much of that for because there's other people watching they might have joined in. Yeah. Okay, so uh lost, number nine. I've lost this, a super bonus. You have. I am gutted. Is it super rollover? I've lost a super rollover. Oh, I am no. gutted. This could be going on for months, couldn't it? I'm I'm never gonna recover from this. Uh, <laughs> this in a minute, I'm gonna have to clear Steve's accident because he's gonna have one really quickly. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone's watching, uh, next time if he's got a broken live. arm or a fractured neck, you'll know why. I live. Live, 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 you're going in a live accident. Live, so I could be the second person live. Exactly, you could be the second person murdered live on. No, the I'm first person live on TV. No, you could be the first person live on murdered person, live on you Facebook. Could be the first person to speak properly. I on could TV. be, yeah, no, 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 that would be Boris Johnson. Yeah, I could be. You could be the first person murdered on Facebook live. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be Can good. Can I one. have that one? You could have that one. Brilliant. Go on, him. Right, me. No, I mean, don't hit me. Just give me the question. I'll let you if you want. No, don't hit me. No. Uh, Okay, so here's a good one. What yes. makes leaves turn brown in autumn? So when autumn comes, what makes the leaves turn brown? Is it fear? It, it could be fear, yeah. <laughs> it could be fear, shitting himself because the snow's coming. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my God, it's going to get cold. It's going to get cold. Ah, uh, oh, the climate. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah. So what makes leaves turn brown in autumn? Is it Greta Thunberg? It could be Greta. Do they, they see her Thunberg, coming? Is that what it is? Yeah. Make anyone's... That's scared of shit, mate. Violet Cretty. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I know she's paid to come out for so much shit. Oh, anyway, so uh, an increase. So number number A, number, number A, a. number A, number A, an increase in moisture. Yes. Uh, number B, a drop in temperature. Yeah. Or C, they don't turn brown. You only went for two weeks, didn't you? I did. You yeah. did. Uh, <laughs> So, do we go through them again? Go through them again. Great. So, what makes leaves turn brown in autumn? I've got that. Is it an increase in moisture? Yeah. Is it a drop in temperature or they don't turn brown? They don't turn brown. Hmm? I'll go for C, they don't turn brown. Is the right answer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. do you know why they don't turn I brown? I haven't got a clue. I thought they were brown. They are brown. That's the whole point. So, all leaves are brown. They're, oh, they're brown not green. and yellow. No, they only turn green because of chlorophyll. So when the sun um, comes out, the pigment of chlorophyll, yeah? Yeah. Makes them turn green. Yeah. And then when the sun now moves away, yeah. Yeah. And come down to autumn, they don't have that the 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 unite the UV, the yeah. chlorophyll stops forming and they go back to their original color, which is brown. So Leaves are originally brown that's and brown. That's actually an interesting thing. Yeah. That's a bit of a trick question. That? That's a trick question. A trick question. I didn't know yeah, that. No, yeah, so only, when only... I say I don't know general knowledge, what do you interpret from that? You're thick exactly. and stupid. And... Yes, I do not know general knowledge. Which isn't true, because actually you taught me more than I probably <laughs> taught me. I don't shit. think that. I don't, you knew yeah. way more than me. But yes. No, but, but yeah, do you know? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's actually quite interesting. Yeah, I like that brown. one. Yeah, so yeah. it's only chlorophyll that makes them green, and then obviously when, the, when it goes, they go back to being brown again, or yellow. Or right. yellow. Okay, on, cool. So, oh, you got that one right, didn't you? I got that one right. Yeah, so four. Yeah. I've got four. Okay, so the last question, the last one. I can only get five. I'm the not going to win. This is the last one. This is <laughs> true. You know, you know, in a year's time, there's going to be like a like a stack of pens on the table <laughs> uh, from where I haven't won. He's just add a new pen each week. We're going to be on super, 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 super rollover, yeah. mate. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So this is the last one. Okay. To not win the pen. To not win the pen. Or no. the kiwi. No. 
But Sadly, Karen anyway. It's great so, for me. I'm tough to bits. Yeah, so, I can um, see you're excited, aren't you? You get to your pen. I'm worried about next week because I might have to give three away. But uh, mm. anyway, so last one. Last one. So true or false? Yes. True or false? So you've only yes. got one. So I have two answers there, mate. Yeah, I understand the yeah, concept yeah, of true or yeah. false. <laughs> I do. I'm not that dumb. I, just, I get the idea of true or false. I know, you know? It's just that you've been struggling with three answers. Yeah, I've like, narrowed yeah, it down yeah, to no. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, true or false? If you put a frog. In hot water, then gradually turn the heat up. The frog won't try and escape and will die. True. Is that true or false? True. Mm. Is incorrect. It's actually false. Oh. So. Why does it yeah, true? Because it's true. Well, because. Was that a lobster? No, 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 no. The answer's false. Because even though people say, oh, you know, you put a frog in hot water and turn it up gradually, 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 it won't jump out and die. It's actually a metaphor. It's not actually true. It's not actually true. It's not no, actually no, true. No, and what no, it is, no. is we've used, people use that as a metaphor. It's a, repeat, a repeated story that goes on over and over and over and over again that if repeated, people believe. Yes. Like there's a big virus, a big yeah. cat, right? So if you keep telling somebody enough stuff, right, they'll believe it, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's actually a metaphor. It's yeah. not actually true. It's uh, it's it's completely inaccurate. Okay. That, that's good to know because I was worried about the frogs. Yeah. So, yeah. Because that would be stupid, really. If it got hotter, that'd be like us, wouldn't it? If we suddenly turned the temperature in the bath, we wouldn't get out. I mean, yeah. Because that's, that's not possible. We yeah. do, don't we? Yeah. Because when I run a bath with my girlfriend, she's gone. It's gone. That's fucking hot. Yeah. Fuck out. <laughs> so, so I know that's not know. true. Um. Uh. So yes, yeah, so I know. Okay, it's very interesting. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So Matt, okay, I have a question for you now. Go on. Then. What is a Chantilly pass? No, no, no. So it's a riddle. Go on then. Uh, uh, so, uh, how's it go? Oh, yeah. So, uh, on my way to St. Ives, a man with seven wives. Each wife had seven sacks. Each sack had seven cats. Each cat had seven kittens. Kittens, cats, sacks, wives. How many were going to St. Ives? One. Damn it. Seriously. Why? <laughs> I hate intelligent people, don't you? Don't you hate smart people? <laughs> I hate smart people. Go away. I don't, right. like, I don't like you. Go oh, away. Oh, sorry. Go away. I'm not having it. I'm going to sulk. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you sulking? Eh? Why are you sulking? Because you got it right. Well. It was from Die Hard, by the way. That's where I saw that. Oh, was it really? I was watching. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was Die Hard 3, I think. Uh, Die Hard with Vengeance. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yes. It was, yes. Cool. It was. You're gonna have to get the old book out, ain't you? To challenge me, man. I oh, know. I'll, 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 I'll just. You're ask gonna him. have to just go to things that you just know. I don't know. Anything I'll start about. asking magic questions next time, and I scan ones. See how he gets on with it. Um, yeah, he might be presently, presently surprised. If you know the magic ones, I'll be very surprised. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So would I actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> go on then. What's a Charlie pass? What's a Charlie pass? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll 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 give you some options. Yeah, yeah. Go give me. Yeah, okay. Give me I'll give you some options. Yeah, go on then. Three, uh, you got three. You got three options. Yeah. Um, a Charlie, a Charlie pass is uh, a uh, a secret concealment of a coin. Uh, it's a one-handed cut of the deck, or it's a move that you do with ropes uh, in a cut and restored routine. Oh my God! A the hidden coin. Nope. nope. It's a one-handed part cut of the deck. Is it really? It is. Yes. One-handed cut? One-handed cut of the deck. So? It's called a Charlie pass. Was that when you flick it around like that? Yes, when you just do like a, well, you just, you just cut the deck one hand. I've got, I'm, I can't, I can't yeah, demonstrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah, one No, I get cut. it. I've seen it. So one hand cut of the deck, yeah. Cut, um, okay. There's multiple ways to do it, but it's just it's just a way to describe one hand cut of the deck. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Well, yeah. So I didn't get that one right? No. See? So, see? So, see? 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 
Okay, another one then. So what is what is in, in ice skating? Mm -hmm. What is a three turn? I'll give you some options. Uh, a three turn is um, uh, the movement of the man around the woman in a dance, if they're dancing. Yeah. It's a, a three turn is... Um, uh, uh, I'm going to say A. You're going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to make up two uh, answers uh, now, aren't you? No. She's only answering, and then you're going to uh, make up two. Uh, no. move, uh, a three turn <laughs> is is uh, turning from backwards to forwards on two legs, or it's turning backwards and forwards on one leg. A. It's C. Is it's it? Turning backwards and forwards on one leg. Backwards and forwards on one leg. How do you do that? Uh, well, forwards to backwards, yeah. How do you do that? Well, it's a three. It, you, you literally, you just. Oh, you stop pushing and then push back. No, no, no. Yeah. You're on one foot. You're skating on one foot, and you turn from. Right. Uh, Forward to backwards. I need, to do, on I one need foot. to do some skating revision, ladies and gentlemen, because obviously I need to. Get, hey. I need to polish up on that knowledge. Oh, no, no, I feel no. better now. I feel yeah. vindicated. Great. I'm really pleased for you. Specialist subject. I might get you on the mastermind. Jonathan Shaw, your specialist subject is ice skating in Chelmsford. I, I actually did. I, I did a competition. Uh, it was one Christmas around some friends, and there was this woman there who my friends had made friends with. She was stupid. Yeah. She actually worked for the radio. And we well, did this trivia game. She probably said on the radio. I don't know. She was more. Uh, so she had this trivia quiz. And one of the questions in the trivia quiz was what is uh, the magician's handkerchief called? Um, handkerchief, uh, yeah, no, and uh, or something like that. And in the quiz, it was a scarf or something, but actually, it's a silk, yeah, it's a silk handkerchief, yes, actually, I do Ma magic. Silk, yeah. And it was actually wrong, and she wouldn't have it. I'm the fucking magician, yeah, she was going by the trivia quiz. Yeah, no, I'm she like, she no, worked, no, but yeah, see, you must have known she works in media, oh, so Jesus. she was obviously 100%. I was like, right. no, seriously, see? love, and she wouldn't have yeah, it. it was in real life, they give you oh, misinformation, dearie, mate. She argued with me about it. I'm like, I'm the magician. What are you on about? How is the game going to know? Oh, oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, no. So, so no. So, I bet you're great to play with games, aren't you? <laughs> That's the only time I've ever read that. I was like, what are you arguing me for? I'm, I'm the one who would know. Yeah, you would be. What do you think? Why do you assume Trivial Pursuit is going to know? Yeah. Um, or whatever the game is. Or whoever I, wrote the answers. Or whoever wrote the answers. Answer, you know? It might not be Trivial Pursuit. No. I don't really know that Trivial Pursuit. No, exactly. Has, but... No. No, they, they can get things wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway. Okay, cool. So, well, let's wrap it. I've um, got anything else to talk about? No, no, no I'm good. You got your own no. little back. Got me on one, two. On a Charlie A. Pass. And, sure. uh, you remember the name? That's good. It's quite yeah, easy. Yeah, no, now, I'm, mate, once it goes in, doesn't go away. Doesn't go away. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. hand cut yeah. of the deck. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's one hand cut of the deck. What, that's what his doctor said. Yeah. Um, so, one hand cut of the deck. I don't forget... I don't forget um, Anyway, I can't remember. Can't remember. Uh, no. So, um... <laughs> moving on, I think we should wrap up there. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So, anyway, yes. <coughs> so, uh, anything else to say? That well, no, I was just going to say, we, I was actually going to do this week, I was actually going to do, uh, do a podcast on uh. Jonathan's life. And actually, and uh, I've sort of, well, you know, because Jonathan's got quite an interesting life being a magician, going around and learning. You know what he's learned and what he's taught me and other people and how many people he's healed and how he's come to the conclusion that i thought would be a really interesting i thought it'd be a really interesting topic but he talked me out of it so um if you would like to hear a bit about jonathan's life story um and let me sort of i'll interview and ask you loads of questions then let me know if not we'll come up with some other topic on pain depression anxiety whatever it is or let us know uh, in the next episode in a fortnight's time 
uh, because you're loving it up with your lover, aren't you, next Sunday? So I, I'm, I'm loving up my lover. You're loving it up with your lover. Like a luscious lover. Like a luscious lover. Um, yeah. She's back uh, from Portugal, aren't she? She's back from Portugal, yeah. She'll be back, back so, on Thursday, hopefully. No, so. I enjoyed being a model. You, enjoy, you did enjoy I being, did yes, enjoy oh yeah, it was a model for my girlfriend, right. she desperately needed a model for her training, and uh, me and Steve went up, and we yeah. were beauty models. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, why she picked me and Steve, you've got no idea. I can understand why when, she picked me. Can you? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, uh, I must need new glasses. Um, what's, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, so we was more, so that was quite good, so it was quite relaxing, wasn't it? it was quite yeah, nice. I feel, uh, well, when you were being treated, I went next door and fell asleep. You uh, did, that's right, in, yeah. Uh, in the lounge. Yeah, lovely. Oh, yeah. Lush. Um, yeah, I also went. I've seen a couple of good movies actually. I watched that new Bond film about the vaccines and all. Oh, that. you that said yeah, you said that was really good. Like, yeah. Oh, come on, you turn. You're not, people don't watch that and realise that's what's going what's on. What's going on? Yes, yeah, so if you want to know what's going on, go and watch, watch the Bond, Bond movie. movie. Yeah, and, although uh, I haven't seen it, yet, so don't spoil it. Yeah, uh, who talked to? The camera. Oh, the camera's going to spoil it for you. I don't want anyone messing with me going, that bomb film was great. It was all about this. Well, don't, just don't... Yeah, I've just told you what it's no, about. No, really, no, no. Yeah, but you haven't told me. Don't tell no, me. I won't. I won't. And no. also, I went to see The Eternals on Friday. With, uh, oh, is that good? Lady. Oh, that's yeah. what you went to see. Yeah, The Eternals. New oh, was it good? Yes, yeah, it's good. Um, the ending was a bit chap, though. Mm. Uh, it could have been a lot better. It could no, have been a lot better. It was actually that. really good. I liked the story. I thought it was okay. I'm looking forward to this. Not the greatest Marvel film I've seen, but no, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the. The storyline to it. I would love to know how all these movies have been made during COVID with all the restrictions. Mm. I would love to know that because movies generally make, tend to take about a year to make. Yeah. So all these new movies are about to come out. Yeah, but most of them are done on green screen now, aren't they? I mean, it's like all the stuff you see in yeah, the but, White House and Buckingham but, Palace. But not, it's but none, it's none of it's really live. It's all green screen stuff. But you're not allowed to inter You weren't allowed to interact with anybody. You weren't allowed to go near anybody. But you don't need to. You do had you to you wear masks now. No, you had to wear masks. Yeah, I know. You had to wear masks and the social distance. Yeah. How were these movies made while everyone was locked down in their homes, <laughs> social distancing? How did they make these movies? Yeah. Do you want to know how they made them? Fucking lie. That's how they made it. <laughs> right, are you happy with that? Yeah. Off your chest? Yeah. Oh, and on that note, we'll say good night. Yes, we'll say good night. No, it was, it is, yeah. But no, I would like to just say that there's obviously a lot of green screen stuff that's done now. And, you know, you've only got to watch the news. This is green screen. I'm not really here. Yeah. No, this is yeah, not it's all green screen stuff now. All the stuff with Biden in the White House, it's all done on green oh, that's screen. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's done next door. In the room, It's done in the room next door. Oh, have you been there? No, they. No, oh, you've they, been told. No, I've oh, been, your information repeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've been told by quite a bit. They, they, okay. they didn't have a mixed door because they can set up the monitor for the um, for his auto cue, oh, really? and they can't do that apparently oh. in, in the oval room. Okay. Well, I've heard that it's been done from a thing in Atlanta. So. Oh, I heard it was also being done from Castle Rock. Yeah, in Castle uh, Rock. is that Castle Rock? Is that was in Atlanta? Yeah, it's a Castle. Isn't it? Is it? I don't know where it is. Castle Rock is. It's yeah. a studio, isn't it? Where yeah, they film film the West Wing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yes. anyway, can I, I digress? We digress. Right. So I had someone say that someone said that they'd love to hear about your story. <laughs> oh, would they? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. So we might do that next time. Oh, well, I, if people want to hear about it, then leave a comment. If we get enough comments, then I, I may consider. Can't it. do my one because it takes four episodes. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, your one will be like. Uh, 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 Steve's, Steve's led a very interesting life. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, when I say interesting, let me change that with traumatic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Uh, uh, Steve's led a traumatic life. And, yeah. I've had an interesting life. Yeah, no, it would be uh, interesting. I don't, see, I don't see that. I mean, I, I, so this this is the reason I talked him out of it, right? Just so you know, I personally don't believe people are want to get. They want to know how to get better and heal. 
I don't think they're going to sit there and listen to some person interview somebody. They invented something that, that actually so I don't think that, that's that, what that makes people better and heal. Yeah, but when I learn that, I only want to learn the bit that's going to work. I don't want to learn the whole story about the guy behind it or the woman behind it or the animal behind it or the alien behind it, whoever it is, I don't want to get sexist or racist. Yeah. Uh, so uh, don't write in going, he said, man, not woman, I can't believe it. Or he, or they, or they, yeah, or they, or whatever it is. It's my so, right as they to be called to them. So that that's just why that is, I, don't, I think we might lose half our audience. Yeah, we've already got. Cheers now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you do want to know, then I'm more than happy to talk about myself. Everyone loves talking about themselves, and I'm no exception. Yeah, I'll no? come up with some really good questions, and uh... as long as I can answer the questions. Yeah. So, so when, don't so, make the moulders about me. I was going to say when you were you know. a, yeah, a magician, exactly, B, yeah. a yeah. comedian. Where were you born? Was it A? <laughs> In your mother's womb, be. You can't uh, be born in your mother's womb. You can be born from it. You I was really born, be born from it. mother's womb. Yeah. I was created in mother's womb. Wasn't it? Well, I was. Well, I was grown and born in the mother's so womb. If you, so, so if you was born, in I didn't. Womb, I didn't give birth in the womb, but I was. Born I might in really the womb. confuse you. I might say we born a from your mother's room. Uh, B mother's room. Right from your mother's room. I was born in a lounge. That's where I was born. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. So were you born in from in a your mother's uh, womb? In the lounge or in Rayleigh, and all three will be right. You'll go, uh, 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 all three are right. It's on three. <laughs> uh, is the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> you can fact check yeah, that. I can I'll fact tell check you, that. fact check that one. Yeah, uh, sorry, go fact check with my mum. See what she says. <laughs> um, she watches sometimes. Yes. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. So anyway, she might do that next time. Uh, if not, we'll come up with another. Yes, that'll be fine. Yeah. Right. So okay, do you want to finish off in? Oh, I already have already. Um, thank you very much for watching, folks. Uh, have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the fireworks if it still continues. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, uh, great. So, again, uh, thank you for watching and uh, and putting up with John uh, and his... <laughs> no, putting up with us, as we always do on this Sunday night. And we hope you enjoyed the information and uh, we pushed your boundaries of thought and understanding. So, um, as it goes... Push my uh, boundaries of thought and understanding. Really. So, like I said, thanks for joining us. If you want to contact John with regards to any pain mm. or, uh, or any injuries and you need... To, to work through that. John's obviously a genius at that. I say it every time he is. Uh, then please contact him on the DTOsystem.com. Uh, and if you, uh, as well as like trauma or uh, depression. I do deal anxiety, with all the trauma and everything as well. Anxiety I, I, I... and all the rest of it, yeah. Uh, and that's the same with me. So if you have uh, any behavioural problems, traumas, limiting beliefs, PTSD, anxieties, depressions, uh, relationship problems, stuck, can't move forward, having problems in your business, uh, I can come and see me. I can just switch all that off and then it'll just, it will just happen for you. Uh, and you can contact me on healingtheminds.co.uk. But other than that, we can also find us on our YouTube channel for all the back issues and on uh, uh, Apple Podcast and uh, yes. Spotify and all the rest of that. So yes. You can find us there. So uh, thanks for watching, and we really appreciate you joining us on a Sunday night, giving up your time when you could be watching the news. Uh, and <laughs> so on that note, uh, <laughs> we'll see you in a fortnight's time. Uh, it's good night from me, and it's good night from him. Ciao, everyone. Bye. Good night.